Warning. The following content contains opinions and views expressed by no one responds in real life. Management take no responsibility for this. And by warning you at the start have bypassed any legal ramifications that may ensue. Listener's discretion is advised. Enjoy. Alright, so I guess we'll get this... Whatever this is going to get off the road. My brain is fried. I was in a car for 12 hours yesterday. Went with, Pan and Went with Pan and Fuzz go to pick up a truck down in the southern parts of Virginia. Basically, if you drive all the way to Virginia, like you're going to go to Kentucky or Tennessee, but then decide you want to loop back and get into more Virginia. Uh, we were in Meadows of Dan, Virginia. I don't know who Dan is or why he deserves an entire meadow, but that's where we were in. We went through Floyd, like Meadows Virginia. of Dan, D-A-N. Yeah, Dan. Some guy named Dan. Some guy named Dan is like, I am Dan. These are my meadows. Look upon them and gaze at my glorious meadows. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at twotitans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah I played, played a little Iron Banner Tuesday and Wednesday and... Like I, I did one day solo queue and one day regular queue just to sort of see, you know, if there was any marked differences, you know, play about an hour and a half each way. And all I learned is that nobody can capture a zone to save their life. My team could absolutely like wipe the floor with everyone <laughs> could clear everyone out within four miles of the zone and then immediately leave the area and go, why would I stand in that circle? That's a stupid yeah. idea. I, I, no, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want the free super from that. That's a terrible plan. Why would I want to do that? Mike, uh, uh, somebody that used to be in our clan, but still a good buddy of mine, we played a lot of Iron Banana this past week, and um, he gets super guilty. Why did you move? Stop! Moving! What? What? And he'll just lose his mind, because they'll be on the point, and then mm -hmm. leave, and, and then, then leave he's... Mm -hmm. Yeah! <laughs> and yep. then he just every, loses every time. his sanity. It's and like... I keep telling him, dude, you, you're playing the wrong game. It's like, they're not here to capture points, they're just here to kill people. What? No, dude, they're here to kill people. You're 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 putting too much emphasis on this, and you're gonna you're gonna give yourself an aneurysm. Chill. No, he just he couldn't believe it. Yeah, uh, no, it's like this is. I mean, it's like uh, you, you can beg, you can borrow, you can plead. They're just gonna do what they're gonna do, and you're like, fine, I will capture the zones because that bounty I've got done. I've got that bounty done. Like the first couple of games I played, like I've captured all the zones. We're good. I've captured every zone. Everyone's good. Now I just need to work on my. I need to get kills on the rest of the things, which I'm like three quarters of the way through. I ran, uh, I ran the Vog on all of my characters. Still, no mythic class. Big surprise there. Right? You don't deserve it. You gotta want it more. That that I, thing is is nasty in PvP. I ran a couple of people. That's why I need to get it, dude. Man. <clears throat> yeah, I ran up a couple people against that. It's just, it's quick and it's accurate, and you can flinch their head all you want. I've just learned that in Destiny, flinching people does not matter. You can shoot them in the face all you want. It, they're still gonna land their headshot. You're, you're half right. It, it makes no flinching difference. Other people doesn't no matter. Flinching you matters a great deal. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Matters a great, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I've poured, you know, a thousand bullets a second into your face and you're still like, no, no, I've, I've two tapped you in the in the eyeball. Left eye <laughs> and then much, right eye. 
Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you should not be able to do this. I'm hitting headshots. No, it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. For real, dude. That is just, yeah. it's just not fun, dude. Not, not at that level of the game. It's, it's just like not. this is this is not a realistic experience. We should not expect a realistic experience. It is what it is. I think I might have Nullis. He's a he's a regular on the Guardian Down and the Guardian Hub. And uh, <clears throat> I played with him a lot this week. He's a PlayStation player and PC player. So he said he'll be on the show. And he said, Nullis? what time? Uh, Nullsy. Oh, Nullsy. Oh, okay. I was like. Yeah. And he's all like, sure. When do you guys record? Eight minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, now? <laughs> we, we don't we don't plan things here. This is not how any of this goes. Hmm. What had you told me? Uh, I'm guessing. Nope. Well, while you're sorting that out, because I've lost your audio now, I don't know if you muted it or hit the. No, mic. no, no. I'm, I just stopped talking. Okay. <laughs> I just that works too. It just, it just cut off way, very abruptly. I was like, I don't know if it died or not, but. No. By the way, I did find out there's a. You know, I wanted to get that. Not sure. A minute. Oh, I gotta invite him. Doi. That helps. Uh, invite people. Yeah. Bam. All right, Nolzy, I sent you the invite. There you are. Now, how do I drag you in here? Can I drag and drop? Is that a thing? How do we get him in the show? I don't know. I don't remember don't how we set this all up. Oh, no. Uh, oh, rolls. I might have to make him a guest or something. Is there a guest role? There's a guest host role, yeah. Put him there instead of host. That makes more sense. Oh, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I don't know what the differences uh, are, really. Now join the show chat. Come on. Dude. I believe in you. I'm there sure. he is! I, 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 I heard you say that. <laughs> <laughs> it actually took a second for everything to populate, uh, and it's still kind of taking seconds to populate, but working on it. So um, I was kind of introducing you in like the worst way possible. I was like, uh, this is Nolzy. Uh We play PvP. We play a lot of stuff together. He's a regular on the Guardian Down and the Guardian Hub. And uh, we did a lot of ridiculously amounted Iron Banner this week, and now I hate everything. Because he peer pressured me into doing it, and he's a bad person. I didn't peer pressure anything. I got invited to do a vault of glass and ended up playing Iron Banner for like three hours. You can't prove that. That's usually about how that goes, yeah. That sounds accurate. Actually, you can prove that, because I recorded the whole thing. But! <laughs> so, um, the idea is... Um, uh, you know, we'll we'll discuss some things. You give opinions, this and that, and the other. Let me at least like grab the twelve because I haven't looked at it. And yet, I was so. gonna say, yeah, the yeah I was say there's, yeah, was, you can glimpse through the twelve. There's really not much there. Like there's really, I, mean, I am sure they're gonna play the everything close to the chest for the next season. I think it's all gonna be here. It is. You're not gonna hear about what's coming. I think it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be pretty light on content. Um, you know, and they, and they, I mean, they just dropped us, you know, a giant reveal and an entire new season. They're like, you have this until February. Yeah, and it's Go like, we're going we're gonna to just show it to you. We're going to drip feed the story to you now because anything we say will spoil anything we're trying to do. So anything just take it week by week. We'll be used against you in a court of law. Right. Yeah. I'm not and trying to dig too deep. Probably building half of it, too. Oh, yeah. Mm. No, well, yeah. Mm. I have no idea. So, and this maybe this is something we'll end up touching on, but like I feel, and I think I talked to to respond a bit about this the other night. But I think they hired a lot more people for Destiny Two than we thought. Like we thought, so many people were going to be working on the new game, and I feel like a lot of them are actually working on Destiny Two right now. Well, the new game, like like it's it's a whole different thing. Like 
Like it's all bungee, saying, so but, but they yeah, hired like thirty percent increase in in staff or forty percent increase in staff, and we thought, okay, maybe ten percent of those people are going to end up working on Destiny Two, maybe a new map division or something like that. But you know, most of them are probably for this new game, and it looks like most of them are for Destiny, and they're just kind of workshopping the new game because, I mean, if they're putting out you know a new dungeon or a new raid every three months on top of the story content they're writing right now, on top of reworking all of the classes the way that they are, on top of an entirely new play zone that looks like it's going to be pretty freaking big, I I think they got a good-sized team. They do. That is so, I, I don't know, man. I don't think this is going to be... Oh, the Witch Queen's going to be good. Or like that first season, season 16, is going to be really good. I think this is what Destiny is just going to be now really? i think they understand that i i don't think i mean look at how many people are coming back i have so many friends coming out of the woodwork that i haven't played since you know beginning of shadow keep some since forsaken everyone's like hey yeah. man you know, i'm just coming back what's the best way to get ascendant shards and i'm like kind of tough right now at the beginning of the season <laughs> but you know high level items yeah yeah it's like <laughs> uh, no one's doing it right now but eventually we'll get there <laughs> Play enough um, until you can, but like right? that's how long they've been gone that they don't even know how that crafting system works. Um, right. and they're coming back, so I think we're about to see a massive because exp- I think everyone's in accordance that Witch Queen is gonna be amazing. Like, I, I can't find anything I'm upset about, they keep giving me more good news. So, um, the first question we have to ask before we get way too off topic is, <laughs> um, everybody needs to know what your main class is, right? So most of the time, people think I only bring hunters on, and I was like, that's not true. I don't only know hunters. Just 99% so, of them, that's all. <laughs> so what's your main class that you use for PvP, PvE? Um, Hunter. Okay, you know what? He's a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping with tradition, good, good. I have, I have recently branched out into Warlock. Um, yeah, because you were using Warlock with me. That's why I like thought you were going to say season. Warlock. I was not using Warlock with you. I didn't play you Warlock were. for a mo- I'm not at all the entire time we were playing. Then who am I thinking of? Respawn. I finally found someone what? who's not a hunter. Oh, find six more hunters. Well, you know, yeah. he tries. I do. i just really bad at it. i just really bad at it. Look, I can't even English, you see? And you trust I was me to find actively people? laughing about getting knife kills and talking about how overpowered Atheris's oh, was in PvP. That's right, because you and I were using the the bounty throwing knife of doom. Uh, well, I right. was using the bounty throwing knife of doom. I don't, I don't know what you. I was. Using, but well, I don't know. It might have been that great value. Uh, excuse me, I got ridiculous kills. I did not deserve to have, sir. Well, there you go. Yes, I will agree that you did not deserve most of your kills. <laughs> Seems accurate. Yeah. No, it was no, a good dude, night. It was, it was, it, was, a lot it was great. Yeah, no, it was it was really fun. Playing see, that's the only reason why they peer pressure me into playing, because like if I have people that make it enjoyable, it's enjoyable. The PvP itself sucked, but at least you know Oh, we were complaining were the entire time, but we were complaining together and that felt nice. It was so bad, man. Like yeah, everyone gets super ragey, but no one got mad at each other, which is like the yeah. best kind of rage. It was just like screaming at some person you'll never see again, and then you're fine 30 seconds later. Mm-hmm. Remember that one guy that kept freaking disappearing on us and showing up in weird places? Okay, to be fair, and, and and let me first let me shout out to Helios, our Australian buddy we were playing with. That might have just been a connection error that he were had you no on, control over. Oh, please tell me you were on the Australian servers. Go to you the Australian know. servers to play I PvP. Was the part was like host. six people. It's amazing. 
<laughs> that's right. I think I think it was the inverse. I think he may have been from the Australian servers on that one. I'm not sure how he got dragged in or where we were hosting. But there was some yeah. wonky stuff that makes me think we may have been overseas. It yeah, was, as, it was as, bad. As someone who's played uh, threes and PvP with people from three separate continents, yep, it gets real that. wacky. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mo Hafo as well. We've done PvP with with Mo, myself, and Helios, and Mo's over in England. Uh, and I'm on the east coast of the United States, so we were really pushing those Destiny servers as hard as we could. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, no, yeah. Weird things definitely happen when you when you either give give someone the host in a foreign country or a foreign continent away from everyone else in the group, or yeah, is there's just three of you just like, okay, we're gonna be on this country servers. You guys are way far away. It's gonna be amazing. It's either That's gonna go great or go terribly. <laughs> But no, this dude was straight up freaking David Blaining himself the whole time, dude. Oh, you could put half a magazine into him and he wouldn't start taking damage until he was already dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, bro, are we playing the same game? <laughs> Obviously not. He's playing He's playing a way better oh, game. Oh, the best. He, the kick, the kicker on it all. The kicker on it absolutely all. He's using sweet business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we did, we did, we did your thing. We did your thing where everybody gets on with sweet business and Warpig and just uh, what what did he call it? The murder ball? We formed a murder ball and just mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. went all around the map, dude. That was so oh, disgusting. It got really bad when I started using Chroma Rush and started flanking people while you guys were all moving together. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's a, a <laughs> that's nice variety of auto rifles is just a beautiful thing because they hear the sweet business coming and then you hit them with a 720 and you're like, wait, how? You, you just appear from nowhere and put bullets in the media that I wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Uh, that whole experience the game is hilarious. The game is broken in a lot of ways right now, but it's broken in ways that's not really upsetting to anyone. The game is just the power dynamic is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And you everything can't have ammo. Uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's that's they might need to look into that. I don't um... know hundred percent solution yet. <laughs> uh, the good news is playing a hunter with lucky pants is you don't need any champion mods. Uh, you just erase them before they can do anything that either repairs them or blocks damage, or you just melt the unstoppables. It's great. And like right now, I'm playing the Nightfall, and I found out that I don't even have to do. I don't need charge with flight. I don't need war mind cells. I don't need anything. Put on some fusion scavengers and fusion whatnot with my lucky pants, and that's it. That's all you really need. You know, it's so broken right now. Good time to be a hunter. That's that's all we're saying. It's a good time to be a hunter. It is a very good time to be a hunter. Has has it ever been a bad time to be a hunter? I mean, really? Constantly. Um <laughs> I mean, I mean, for from someone who's not respawned, who does nothing but moan about how bad hunters are and how bad hunters haven't yet. No, no, no. no, no. I no, moan about I, how I, we get was you. I never said no, we're bad. No, no we one's just asking you. way too damn much. No one asked you. I'm asking the guests you brought on. I don't think, I think aspects of hunters have been kind of really left behind in the past. Um, grenades, especially. I think that my worst time playing a hunter was actually when Revenant Hunter was breaking PvP because I was getting shamed just for playing hunter. And like, if I played a, even a like solar, I'd still take trouble for it, even though solar was not good compared to Stasis at the time. So it it feels bad to play Hunter a lot. I mean, not for me. People can shame me all they want to. I take it as a badge of pride. Like, 
Yeah, like the outlaw golden gun, for instance, like the way the outlaw golden gun being affected by range hmm. feels bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Somebody was trying to in our chat the other day. I don't know if you saw it. They're like, "Oh yeah, new. No, I can I can snipe people cross map with outlaw." I'm like, "Prove it," because that thing has less range than a freaking uh, legendary hand cannon. I want to see you snipe somebody cross map with that gun, you know. And then of course he's like, "I ain't got time to argue with you." Well, yeah, because you're wrong, you know. You can't do that. I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna try and defend respawn on on some of those points. But <laughs> there's moments. We have moments. Uh, the game's pretty well balanced for the most part right now, though. I I really can't complain. Not, if I get killed in PvP, I usually feel like it's my own fault. So eh. that's usually how I feel too. It's, it's usually like, okay, I did a stupid thing. I I put myself out so I could allow the thing to happen that was going to happen. The worst is when you see it coming. And you're like, I, something dumb's gonna happen. I'm mm-hmm, on yep, the peace last night. <laughs> so doing the one v ones, peace is all like, oh my god, he's gonna. Uh, uh, he said, oh my god, he's gonna uh, shatter dive me, and he mm-hmm. got the whole sentence out in the time yep. it took the dude to actually do the shatter dive. I was like, that's the worst part is you knew it was coming. You had mm-hmm. time to say that whole sentence, and you still died. It's kind yep. of like watching a striker titan fly at you, and you're just like, all right. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. much you can do at that point. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. This, this is my fate. You, you you step around the corner, and you see that red glint, and you're like, well, goodbye, world. It's yeah, been nice like, knowing oh, you. Die screaming, like, come on. Let's just let's just get it done. Yeah. Die yes, I will absolutely die screaming. I will concede one point to titans out there, right? You're, 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 you're panic titan, although it's good in panicable situations. If you just pop it to run after people, that super is so bad. It is. I, I had to need you to specify which panic titan because titans the, panic all sorts the non- of situations. Tree, the non-middle tree arc, right? So oh, top yeah. tree arc, bottom tree arc, right? Yeah. So that. Yeah. Oh dude, yeah. No. It, it. It's. If you're if you're in a in a mob of people, if you're in a marketplace, they don't see you coming and you pop it, you're good. But if you're yeah. trying to chase somebody down with it, you're basically a sitting duck that glows and says, here I am, here I am, shoot me in the face. You are. Yeah. You really are. Oh, yeah, no, it's, get, it's real bad. I was trying to get the ability kills with that subclass. Oh, no. And I was like, no. Idea. No, I had to swap over to, to, you're, to Solar. You're, yeah, you're you're better off. Yeah, if you want to run an arc, you're better off just thunder crashing a thing because at least you can get the kills hopefully as you go by or just say, hey, that's a zone. That zone doesn't live there anymore. But yeah, no, it's it's not great. So I'll concede you that, right? Overall, you're still a walking tank, but that's super. You right. have Everyone's head has the same good. number of hit points. <laughs> but no, I'm really, I'm really enjoying the game right now, so I can't complain about much, and I'm really just getting excited by it a lot at this point. It's pretty fantastic. What's your favorite part this season? Uh, Lucky Pants, honestly, and Malfeasance having the best weapon slot, which feels good in a Taken season. <laughs> in a Taken season, yes. But outside of Taken, um, you got the uh, the Crimson. Everyone is all about that that last word. It's like, no, dude, Crimson actually out DPS is last word. Nobody believes me. And then prove it. I was, I did. And then I was watching a video. <laughs> I'm sure Ask Cross will have a video for it soon. Exactly. No, it was an Ask Cross video. He did that. <laughs> Right, but he also showed that there is a legendary hand cannon that is just as good as the crimson and malfeasance. It's the um, the service revolver. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. The uh, oh god, no! It, Wait, isn't the service revolver revolver sunset though? 
No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me find out which one it is. Was this a recent right ask, or I guess it was a recent ask cross video if it was Yeah, it was recent. Um where the hell are you at? How much the survivor's epitaph? Seventh Seraph Officer Revolver. Uh, that one. Yeah. Gotcha. And the specific roles you're looking for are either fourth times the charm and high impact reserves, or fourth times the charm and vorpal weapon. And that because the magazine size, because of the fourth times the charm and the stability on it, it makes that gun have almost as much damage as the crimson and that's a legendary so if you don't want to eat up an exotic slot to use a crimson or a malfeasance there's your good second bet seven seraph officer revolver four times a charm and um either high impact reserves or vorpal weapon there you go was that in his lucky pants meta video or yes which... okay just trying to figure out which one it was to give the night demon to throw in the show notes then it was him it was fallout plays him and Fallout both did a video on it, so just put both videos in there, and they'll have all the information they need. What for me, it's it's not just that it's very strong; it plays into the the hunter power fantasy, like the mm-hmm. whole outlaw, like the almost if you play Borderlands, the the uh, Mordecai style of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, really kind of plays into that power fantasy, and Lucky Pants was always such a cool item that just never was any good, and now it's good, and I really enjoy that they're kind of really digging into class identity with some of the exotics. Yes, um, and it's got uh, top tier good too. And they're doing it for the other classes as well. I mean, Warlock's uh, exotic reworks and um, a lot of the new Titan stuff all feels very on brand and I really oh appreciate that about class exotics. The Titan one though is evil, dude. Hey man, we had dancing pants, so like... Yeah, but our dancing pants... Well, the pants didn't get nerfed. Fair enough. The the mods did, which is what I wanted. To be fair, they should have as well. No, that's exactly what I said. I mean, I'm glad Bungie nerfed the right thing this time, right? But um, aside from that, the gauntlets, which have not been nerfed, and you can take them into PvP, unlike Lucky Pants, like, freaking... The way it works with shotguns and punches is just... It's so broken with Titans, man. It's so broken with Titans. And then there's that overshield aspect of it. Good God, man. It's just making the Titans more Titan-y, though. So I don't, I'm not, it's like Mask of Bacchus. All it does is make Hunters more Huntery. It's not overpowered. It's just very good with the playstyle. It leads into that power fantasy of yeah. I want to rush you and punch you in the face or shotgun you down. And if you're real good with shotguns, it, it lets you play into that fantasy. Yeah. And Titans should be big and burly and tough to kill and super strong, but have the downside of being kind of clumsy compared to the other classes. Yeah. And if we can't get to the war, if we can't get to the hunter because the hunter's dodged away and run away, then it doesn't do us any good to run at you and punch you or shotgun you. Yeah, you got warlocks going outside the map with scout rifles and kind of floating around. And if you're not paying Jesus, attention, Jesus, yes, that like, one guy. They're just being warlocks. And I, I appreciate that about the yeah. game, though. Yeah, the the verticality of warlock. Like I know it's one of the things. Like you know, there's an airstrike above you. You know it's coming. You're not sure when it's going to hit you, but you know it's there. And sure enough, there's a warlock hovering above you. Dawn blade, scout rifle, doesn't matter. Oh, they're not even dawn blading. They're just they're just out there with the scout they're rifle. And then if you engage, right. then they dawn blade. And then you're just like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. yeah. They, Dude, they and just the wait silently until you engage. How far and they out you. did they go? I don't know if you've seen this. I definitely did. This dude, he was not out the map. He was in a whole different PvP map and sniping us from the air. And he I still remember. managed to float his ass back. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Yeah, he sent I mean, you out from next week. Mm-hmm. Hey, 
As I said, I, anything that makes people want to play the game is something I'm about. I hear you, man. That was a little ridiculous. When I saw him out there, swear, he's a dot in the horizon, and I'm surprised the whole get back to the map mechanic didn't force him to get back. It was crazy, man. So far out. Anyway. At least they show up on the map now as opposed to, oh, hey, by the way, we fixed the thing where warlocks weren't showing up on the map and they were hovering above you. Wait, what now? <laughs> that was a thing. By the way, yeah, yeah, they they slipped that into the into the seasonal notes. It's like, oh, by the way, or or last it, it was the last week or two weeks ago. They were like, yeah, so warlocks uh, didn't always show up on the on the radar when they were around you. Uh, so that that's the thing now that, that they're gonna do. Let's go. Like, oh, oh, good. Thanks. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's <sighs> that's why there's the unseen benefit of a hunter playing top tree void in PvP, and everyone gives me trouble for it. But that enhanced radar is everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you know where the things are, you know hopefully where they're going to kill you. You still may not be able to it, stop them and be able to go. Oh look, there he is. Oh, I'm dead. But at least you you'll know. But you play the map enough, you understand that if it says, "Oh, he's above me," and you know, off to the right, there's like <laughs> one hallway he's going to be in, and that's where people make plays out of. So you can be mm -hmm. you can kind of. It's really useful. It's almost wall hacky. Almost. Yeah. Foe tracer is actually wall hacky, but we don't talk about foe tracer publicly because we do not want them to break it. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Is we don't talk about Foot Tracer. Foot Tracer isn't even an exotic we have in this game. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, no, that's I mean, that's. I, I, I just thought you got tracing paper, and then like you 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 drew like in your crayon like a, a circle around the thing that killed you last. Isn't that what foe tracing is? There's a foe. We hired, trace yeah, him. we hired a Titan to to do that. Yeah. Yeah, he got he got his crayons. It was a good yeah. day. That's what photo tracing is. Yeah, well, it's just like they, they just announced the uh, the nerf for the Lawrence driver, and all the hunters just kind of looked at each other, and went, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> like, mm -hmm. It makes no difference. It's beautiful. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, no, it's it's like the guys. You know, they have that. Never mind. We won't. Nope. So so welcome back to our show. Already in progress. Uh, two hunters and a titan. We have respawn. We have nulzy, and we have parody. All nice short names, except for no one respawns in real life. His name's just too long. So we're gonna call him Respawn yeah. now. So he now owns all the copyrighted well, no, you, you field. Gotta, all no, you have that, to. That's you have to add the S, so I don't get sued. It's Respawns if you're gonna shorten it, because there is a guy out there whose name is Respawn, and I don't want to get in trouble. Um, but you are the original. That guy. I don't think he. I don't think he was, actually. I think he was. I have no idea. I honestly have no idea. But I don't want to get into a battle. So. Rap battle. You should do a rap battle. That'd be amazing. Oh, I destroy him. No, I don't want to do that to him. Yeah, see, it'd be bad. <laughs> uh, speaking of destroying people, so in next week in Destiny, you'll, you'll be able to destroy uh, the Shattered Realm, which you can return oh. to again. You can face Thavix in the Exodus Crash Nightfall. You can enjoy bonus Gambit ranks. So if you've been sitting here going, oh, Gambit, that's a weekly thing, you can go play Gambit and enjoy more ranks there. All right, all right, all right. Trials of Osiris comes back in all of its reworked glory. That is amazing. And you can fight fire with fire when Team Scorched returns to the Crucible. Oh, and before Lord. Respawn asks me what that is, that's when you get a Scorch Cannon, and you get a Scorch Cannon, and you get a Scorch Cannon, and you fire at your friends and your enemies and blow everybody up and turn them all into lovely, lovely fireballs. Sounds fun. Or does it? And, and, the man would, and the British man would yell at me if I didn't tell you that coming up this week... You know, if, if you haven't gotten any of these, I don't know, these these fancy new pants or these fancy Titan punchy shotgun gloves, uh, on Monday you'll be able to get a helmet drop out of the Aphelion's Rest, Aphelion's Rest in the Dreaming City? Aphelion's Rest, yeah. Yeah, that one. 
And then your master is a chest drop out of the Chamber of Starlight. On Tuesday, the empty tank from the Tangled Shore will give you legs. Your Ophelian's Rest is your master on Tuesday, which will give you a helmet drop. On Wednesday, Wednesday we're heading to the moon for K1 Logistics, which will give you the arms. So if you are hunting those new arms this season, K1 Logistics, Wednesday on the moon. And the empty tank on the Tangled Shore will give you your exotic legs at the master level. On Thursday, it's K1 Communion on the Moon for your chest, K1 Logistics on the Moon for your arms for Master. And on Friday, K1 Crew Quarters on the Moon for your helmet, K1 Communion for chest. Saturday, K1 Revelation for your legs, K1 Crew Quarters for the helmet. On Sunday, your Concealed Void on Europa will give you the arms drop again. So Sunday, if you've been working all week and go, I need my arms. Sunday is the next chance to get those at the Master, at the Legendary level, the 13... What are the levels of season? I don't even remember now. 13, 10, and 40? Whatever they are. I thought what it was 40 and 50. 40 and 50? Whatever they are. The, 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 the easier one to do than the harder one. So Sunday will give you arms. K1 Revelation will give you legs on the master level. And then on Monday, uh, on the 13th, Bunker E15 on Europa. So if you need the chest and you're like, I want to go in with all my little little AI friends, Go to Bunker E15 on Monday, this 13th. It'll give you your chest exotic drop, and the Concealed Void on Europa will give you arms. If you want to say, I want to make this harder and get arms at a, at a harder level, you can do that on next Monday on the 13th. And Eververse. We have Eververse things next week. So if you've got some silver and you've been putting a hole in your pocket and you want to spend it, you can get a Thornament for the King, for the Thorn, at the Thorn Ornament or Thornament. You can get the Junkyard Steed Sparrow, the Dreamer Shell Ghost, or the Cat Ear Dance Emote. And for Bright Dust, if you're looking for the Firebreak Wardenship or the Tachyon 4, you're in luck. Those will be available. Your Sparrows are the Fourth Degrees of Separation and the Archangel's Alacrity. The Emotes are going to be Ninja Vanish and the Eager Beaver. The Weapon Ornament is the Eyes of Tomorrow Ornament, Cyber, Cyber Optics. Your Ghost Projection is going to be the Lost Projection. Your Transmat Effect will be your Stasis Entrance. And your Shader will be the Lion's Pride. And Hunters, your Class Ornament is going to be the Nano Redux for the Raiden Flux which gives you the cool SIVA-inspired look. Titan mm-hmm. Ornaments is going to be your Husk Crushers for the Dune Marker, Dune Marchers, if you want to you know, crush on Hive with your big stompy boots. And the Warlocks will have the Diadem of Deceit for the Crown of Tempest's Helmet. And those are all the things you can buy next week and all the ways you can get Lost Sector gear. Uh, and now we've made the British man happy. <laughs> Not yet. We haven't read the whole thing word for word yet. <laughs> How much of the TWAB have you gotten through? Have you read all about C++ programming? Do you want to be a C++ programmer? Do you know what any of those words mean in that blog post at all? Ooh, I do. I do. What I want to know, as somebody who, who knows a little bit of C++, is why is anyone still using C++? Because of the control it gives you. What would they, you use, Java? If, if you had read the tech blog, they would have told you exactly why they used it. Something, something about scale and control, and Uh-oh. I don't remember all the rest of it. I, I know just enough about programming to understand some of the concepts, but that's about it. So I guess we'll mention that, you know, have a quick, you know, at least brief discussion. You know, Budgie put out another tech blog, Budgie C++ Guidelines and Razors, which was pretty technical. So if you're like technical programming, I don't care. Skip it. Not important to you. I, I, there are only two sort of things I pulled out of it. Just I thought were a little bit interesting. Of the you know this game is you know five point one million lines of code as the whole thing, which is just a lot to do. And some of it's you know twenty year old code for hey when you press button do this. Some of it's hey cross play code that was written you know recently to support all this stuff. 
and some of it's just crap that needs to be deleted because they've been building this game for seven years ongoing and using code that they built wrote 20 years ago. I don't know. I, I run into a little bit at work because I would do just a I see a little tiny bit of this world is like they talked about the different branches they're building. So it's like we're building this season, next season, and the Witch Queen all at the same time. And all the code they write for you know this season, next season, you know, filter down into the Witch Queen and things change. So it's like you're trying to build something while the deck of the ship is being reworked under you and hoping that none of it falls over. It was it was a big thing about you know like coding practices and like how to keep code you know, similar among people and, and how they use different practices, which again, if, yeah, if you have any, that's problem. the biggest thing about codes, this size is everybody. When, when you code, it's like a fingerprint. Everybody codes differently, right? I, I don't know how to, how else to explain it, but when you code, you use different, you use different algorithms. You put things together in different ways. That's why you use C++ in a lot of these cases, because C++ will let you do pretty much whatever the hell you want, even if it's detrimental, right? But we're not going to get into that part of it. But, um, the idea is because everybody codes differently, right? Let's say I've created a function that says is PVP, right? And this function determines whether or not a character is playing PVP to say whether or not these weapons are going to have PVP damage or PVE damage, right? Well, the way that I've set up this function, this other guy has to call for his program, right? And his program has to run in such a way that my function will function whenever he calls it. And now me and this guy have to work together to make sure that there's no bugs whenever he incorporates my function into his code. It's all kinds of stuff, right? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and everything that you write, I also need to write and make sure, one, that if, you, if you've called your thing is PVP, I need to make sure I, I refer to your thing as is PVP as opposed to, you know, can has PVP. Because if I call my variable can has PVP, talking to your is PVP, PVP you it, should be like, it should be like, <laughs> no, that's not going to work at all. And then Nolsey has to write his code and be like, well, I'm working on a thing that's totally different, but uh -huh. I have to make sure that I know sort of what you're up to and the, the, the fact that we can even call things out by PVP or not. I need to know that's a thing. And then any, anything I'm ready, I need to sort of you know, take that assumption into account as a, hey, that's the thing we can do. So if I'm building a, a certain weapon, I need to be able to say, hey, make sure if we need to tweak my weapon for PVP, it can do that. So I need to make sure yep. that that is PVCP thing works for the thing I'm writing over here and then blow that out. I think Bungie says they have like 150 developers. So blow that out to 150 people plus playtesting plus QA plus everything else. And it's trying to get all of those people to work in harmony and, you know, balance these 5 million lines of code. So nothing blows up on our faces. Jealous wanted us to also mention that depending on the code and how it's integrated, you can also have infinite loops. You can have, you know, call on crashes. All kinds of stuff can happen. Oh, none awesome. of these things have ever happened in Destiny, though. They're very good at working those out before launch. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's never been a crash in Destiny. There's never been an infinite loop or a wall that you can't get that out is, of. Yeah, no, never. But that style of program it really has gotten much easier due to programs like Slack and like Discord, where everyone kind of has this combination forum slash chat room slash cloud computing service slash you know, voice communication channel that they can immediately get in contact with each other about everything and then show people, you know, they can upload their, their, whatever, I mean, whatever environment they're working in, but their, their algorithmic documents, um, and kind of work with each other on them at the same time, they can screen share. So this, this programming process that used to be a lot of bug repair, which is still there, obviously. But I was like, going to say, no, it's definitely still yeah. there. It's it's absolutely still there, but you also got, you know, the complexity of the coding is has gone tenfold where maybe the, the bug portion of it is maybe 
three times is more complex. Um, yeah, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've compiled a program and it's found one error. I have fixed that one error and now I recompile it and now there's 30 errors. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it's the classic, it's the classic sinking boat. You put your finger in one hole and four more show up. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know and that's, and that's, you know, I, I think, you know, part of what we see, you put something like, I don't know, let's just say a Telesto into the game that has a very particular set of skills that breaks the game in a very particular way. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. You're only talking about Telesto. And the best part about that is, is you're only speaking from a point of reference of like direct coding. Exactly. These guys are also working in 3D environments. So not only can the code right. not function, right. you could get like models that are skewed 40 miles into one direction because something's not aligned like properly. Capes, like... For example. Yeah. 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 A hundred capes that fly off into infinity Titan, butt capes that also, when you spin around, just grow and grow to encompass the entire. Oh, do planet. they? I didn't know that. For, for, for a while. Yeah. It's like some of the, some of the, like the Titan butt case, we're sort of having the same problem. Like when you, especially when you do certain emotes, like the physics of them would spin or whatever, they would just like stretch out in weird, weird, random ways. It was beautiful. Oh, Hunter Clapes cloaks have been doing that forever. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah, always I mean, impressive to see a new one that's just going bananas. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, you know, we, you have all these problems we sort of talked about. And then, okay, we're going to take this code and put it on an Xbox and a PlayStation and a Google Stadia. And we're going to put it over here in the, you know, I guess the you know, the cloud for Stadia. And we're gonna put it on a PC, which is at least with an Xbox and a PlayStation and your cloud environment city, you can sort of say, okay, here's here's the limits of what we're working with. Here's the Xboxes, here's the PlayStations, here's the line, the levels of specs. Now we're gonna put this thing on PC where you can have anything under the freaking sun, including your toaster with an external graphics card running this game. And yeah. let's hope it all works in every single environment with every other piece of software you may or may not have installed, except for the cheating things, which we're trying to turn off, but yeah, who knows? It's like you're, you're trying to put this into basically into the great unknown. You know, we, we talk we talk about hey, you know, Bungie tests us and they do this and they do that and they say okay, we've play tested this, we've we've done our QA as best we can. Now we're going to put it out into the world. Okay, so great. So our testing team of whatever now is going to get into a, a realm of millions of people across all sorts of different setups in different languages in different countries and different everything's. And yeah, of course things are going to fall over. Like it's it's always a minor miracle that the game comes down and doesn't just completely blow up because it's not like you've you've released you know Skyrim, where it's it's a game, it's a thing you put it out, it's a it's a thing you can play, and it's sort of a you know semi finished thing you know buggy or not it is what it is. Semi finished. I was gonna say like Skyrim may have been the worst <laughs> possible example to use. They, yeah. They've only used come on seventeen different versions later they fixed all the bugs right right. No, there was a meme the other day. It said, "Do you feel old yet?" The Skyrim was released 15 years ago, and then 13 years ago, and then 10 years ago, and then eight years ago, and then five years ago, and then this year. I was mm -hmm. like, "Oh my god, it has been." Yeah, yeah. every single one. Yeah. So, uh, the the point that I was doing a very terrible job making was, you know, there are some games where you put that out, and they're sort of, you know, it's a single player experience. It's a game. You put it out, and it's sort of the thing. Yeah, you can push an update to it, but it's sort of the game is the game. Whereas this is a game that's entirely online with other human beings. So there's that whole extra layer of dealing with other people, like trying to play PvP on the East Coast of the US, in in the UK, and in Australia at the same time. How does that work to have a decent experience for all three of those people? It and doesn't. The, like, you know, the three people you're playing you. against. Well, <laughs> so, so part of the issue with that is, and, and before we get too far away from that, I, I'd like to actually def come in defense of companies, you know, more so even like Bungie and like Bethesda where 
the reason why we're willing to play these broken, buggy, sometimes horribly compiled games is because their ambition is is just so much higher than what they're actually able to do tech wise yet. And you can kind of see mm-hmm. that, like what they want to do, they're just not able to do yet. Um, no, and that's why these companies are so Bungie. magnetic. No, I, I'm not defending Bungie on all facets. I'm saying that the creative <laughs> team, the developers, you know, yeah, the engine yeah. that makes the game work, I will never do anything but praise those people because those people do their jobs better than most people in the industry. Yeah, fair um, some of the yeah. corporate decisions, some of the, you know, there's a couple things, some of the balance decisions, but that's, you know, the balance team is like what? Realistically, 10 people? Like there's this cabal of people that decide, you know, how big the bullets are. You can't expect to try every that. little thing when you then take that testing model and you roll that out to yeah, you but know, like eight million players. Like, how will this you know mod work that gives you supers on class ability use work on a thing that we give them six class ability uses? Right? You think something like that would have come up, you know, before it reached play testing or before but, it reached? But this. would it have come up in the like you know two and a half hours on a meeting on a Thursday that they had to discuss this particular thing? Like there's, there's, you know, take, take that, take that instance and blow it out into, you know, 47 trillion different possibilities of, you know, okay, you have your hunter. What's all the different subclasses and all the different subclasses and all the different mods and all the different aspects you can put on this. Yeah. There are some outliers There are absolutely things that are going to slip through the cracks. There's just too many variables to look at and be able to test with, you know, whatever, again, you know, your Tuesday, two 30 meeting that you have with your team or what, you know, whatever amount of time you have to work on this. You're not going to find everything. It's, it's that, yeah. and it's finding a bug in general. It's like walking. Imagine a, a two-mile minefield with five landmines in it. Like the odds of you walking through there and landing on something that's going to kill you is slim to none. And you, you might and walk I through there a thousand times. Programming experiences, my bud. <laughs> well, we're talking professional programmers on a AAA title. I mean. Right. Right. So there's, mean, a, there's, a, there's a difference in caliber here. I play guitar. I'm not Slash. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I would I would compare you two to Slash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and again, and 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 at the end of the day, these are the bugs where we go, oh, Bungie, you didn't fix this bug, and Bungie's going, yeah, you should have seen some of the crap we did fix. They probably that, didn't even know, know about it a lot was, of the time, and and the known right, ones, yeah. they, they're going the to known- war with demons, and we're complaining about a shader not showing up right. Right. They're the they're like, hey, um, this hunter spawned into this PvP map forty feet tall when he wears this this kind of boots. Anybody, anybody know? We have why? a hunter in the skybox. <laughs> don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold on. No, I need to back up to that. Can this we do that? Has, has taken to the skies Just for like uh, a day. Yeah. Or yeah. Or we have you know like laser tag weekend. Hey, this exotic is um. Yeah, but they do lean into stuff reason. like that. They put out an emblem because of it. <laughs> right. No, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some bugs like lean into it, enjoy. Like again, we've talked before. We would love to see more of that. You know, sort of break something intentionally. Or if you see something broken, may, you know, give it to serve that weekend and we go, okay, everybody, you all get this now. We're gonna level the playing field. It's broken, and everybody gets the broken thing. Go have fun with it. Um, now the flip side of that, and to kind of get back to where the conversation was now, is I'm about to attack your defensive bungee is it's not a persistent online game. It's a hosted game. So it's not like World of Warcraft where there's a server that's running and Bungie's responsible for maintaining that server and people's connections to those servers. That's why you see companies like Blizzard using regions so so profoundly. You know, there's Oceanic, there's US, there's Europe, because they want to mm-hmm. keep those environments tight. Bungie doesn't have control over the gameplay environment. It's any given person's computer. It's any given person's you know network connection. 
Um, if someone's running it on a potato and they're the host, the game has algorithms to realize that they're using a potato and will try and fix that, which is why you get those weird lag jumps and, you know, as it's jumping hosts. Um, but there's only so much the game can do autonomously to make it a good experience. Like the tower holds like what, 30 people, 28 people, something like that. I mean, that's being hosted on a single person's computer. It's not a server that bungees to whatever. Yeah, which is what you would get with like a World of Warcraft or a Final yeah. Fantasy or, or right, something but that's like that. What it's not a fair argument to say, oh, it's not their fault. It doesn't online. have hosted servers, you know? Right. That's one of people's main complaints. That's a good point, you need though. to host servers, you know? Yeah, but that creates so many different problems of the same kind. You get things like World of Warcraft DLC launches where, you know, you get 50,000 people <sighs> trying to get through the same dark portal. The game breaks. I mean, mm-hmm. I know servers are capped at 2,000 people, but the point I'm trying to make is like, you, you, when yeah. you do all the community on the same level, you get 2,000 people on a single play map, especially back in 2007. It just doesn't yeah. work. The game breaks, and it's not fun for anyone. So they had to do their sharding system, which broke it down. You know, The servers got broken down into sub-servers, but that ruined the community experience for everyone, which is one of the reasons why that game is dying or dead at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're not going to get into the whole Blizzard controversy, but like... Oh, right, and that's one thing that Bungie, I think, is, always talk about not wanting to shard their player base in the game even and that's you know that's why they worked on cross save and cross play and and being trying to be cautious about not having you know 16 different varieties of every playlist you know in pvp and things like it's like we don't want to give you 16 versions of gambit we don't want to give you 16 versions of pvp because it just it slices the player base up we want to have people playing together and have good experiences so i think they're cognizant about you know that sharding the player base problem sort of overall and trying to see where they can you know, try to improve prove that in different places and crossplay being a big a big one where you know we don't care what you play on, go enjoy yourself together. And they made it easy to understand, you know, sort of what what the not caveats, but sort of you know what the situation is. If I if I'm on console, it's I'm on PC, it's this. And here's who I can play with and here's what the pools look like. And they made that in, in what feels like a very unbungee decision, very easy to understand. It wasn't like six versions like, well, if you have a guy on a PC and on a Tuesday, if he invites you to the list first, but then you join his fire team, then you're on his servers. But otherwise, uh, I, I like you're in the deep end or you're not in the is, deep end. Yeah, exactly. I, I like it's like, yes or no. Just give me something easy to understand. Unlike the whole transplant system, which in, required a PhD to understand all the different things that would yeah. need. I don't know why they, they took a season to hope to, to fix that. I don't. And I'm still upset. I, still, I was actually just the other day complaining about the 600 synth weave that's still in my inventory that I was so proud of that I hoarded for the next season. So I'd be ready mm-hmm. to go on the transmat stuff. And nope, not not worth a penny. Mm-hmm. Feels bad, man. But they're trying, and that's the thing. I can't, I can't get too upset because you can tell that the heart is in the right place, and they really do care about the game. It's, it's all they've got going right now, other than the new one they're trying to butt out into. But it's like they, yeah. they have a vested interest in the success of Destiny. It's not like these companies like Blizzard, where they have you know nine IPs out at the same time, and someone gets left off the bus. Um, it's this is Bungie's life source right now, and they seem to realize that, and we are now reaping the benefits of sticking around after three years of ups and downs. And I'm not, I can't even say that I left after curse of Osiris. I didn't come back until shadow keep. This is but, when I would look down on you and say, 
Hey, you know what? I, had, uh, I can get into how I ended up buying the collector's edition by accident. Uh, I was a few drinks <laughs> into the evening, and I wasn't even planning on playing Curse of Osiris, but I had I'm spent the hundred dollars, so I may as well just ride it out. <laughs> and I, I got into it, and I'm just like, I don't care about anything that's happening right now. I'm gonna go play a different game. And then, oh, to be fair, I did come back a few times. I came back a little bit for Season of the Drifter. Me and my my circle of buddies came back for, like, Gambit when it first came out and Prime and all that. And, um, you know, we did a little bit of the Menagerie and, and, and stuff. like. So we would come back periodically. Um, but it was never our main game in, until I started playing Shadowkeep, and that's kind of when I got the bug. Um, which I know is a controversial statement in itself. But I'm, I'm a Halloween guy. I like spooky stuff. Shadowkeep's like, Moon's Haunted, let's go. Right. Uh, so it, it picked me up right right where it wanted me. Yeah, yeah. But Bungie is nothing if not brilliant at going, we're going to find a way to get our hooks into you. We're not sure what it's going to be, but we, we, we're going to keep trying things out until we find the thing where you go, that's it, I'm in. That's yeah, you thing. don't care about Eververse Cosmetics? Guess what? We have new lore pages. Like It's just always, there's something for everyone to get hooked on. And that's yeah. the lore. I mean, they should be doing the Warhammer thing and putting out books and movies and TV shows. And, books? Have you, you know, never seen... Yeah, I mean, Bife and everybody you, have. Are you implying books. that I know how to read? They do have books. That's what I'm getting. Are they at. on tape though? Uh, kind of. Once There's Bife, a lot of these Bife, YouTubers. Once Bife reminds them, read them. Games, yeah, reads them to you. We're not off. Reads them to you. Yeah, they can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, 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 that's has, I've I've listened to by the fire, bro. Yeah, I mean that's, that is I, fair. I mean, realistically, I don't know. I mean. I, I know why they don't do podcasts. They do YouTube instead because there's money there. But it's like really, you just rip, you know, put 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 the YouTube on the background. Yeah, but I'm the saying audio, tell new stories podcast. within the Destiny world. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. just. Oh, you know, oh like, I got gotcha. you. I'm about the same info. Do like again, yeah, yeah. Blizzard did it with Warcraft too. Where like tell these side stories, tell these like immerse us in the environment, like the the old Star Wars books in the '90s. Um, but the, Bungie has built a world that is rich enough in lore. To, I mean, I think we know that there's a show or a movie or a web series coming. Something's happening on that front. Yeah, like yeah, they I mean, can totally I mean, probably all of the above. They're, they're they could make going... Destiny comics and they would sell, or like right. a graphic novel, a Destiny graphic novel. Are you kidding me? Every one of us would buy it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's and that's I think where they're going because I think that's what. Hey, we're we're going to do media. We're, we're reaching out into different medias. It's like they're doing something of this, whether it be a movie, a TV show, books, graphic novels, whatever. Like, I think they're finally, for whatever reason, at the point where they're going, okay, we're going to do this now. Maybe it was the split from Activision and now they've got the autonomy or now they can do it how they want to do it. Whatever, whatever the reason being, I think, yeah, you know, now they're staffing up to support these new efforts. And we're going to see here in the next year or two the fruits of these labors. We're going to see what it is they're making. Because, yeah, I, I've, I'm with you. Like, I've... I've got a buddy Panoramas who's read like every single Halo book, who is you know diving deep, deep into that world, into that lore, into those stories, and I would love for Destiny to be that, and I think that's where we're going. We just you know for whatever reason it's taken them you know this many years to get there. Yeah, no, it's a, there's bright things on the horizon for certain, which there's is weird because you asked me two years for... ago, a year ago. Good. I uh, say, so if you asked me, you know, two years ago, a year ago, my answer might have been different. But I now look back and realize, oh, they were making the 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 point five. I'm not going to say it's a new engine because then Gator wins, so I refuse to let that happen. Um, <laughs> but this kind of point five remastered engine, if you will, mm-hmm. um, it's yeah. almost like uh, what with with Half Life and the uh, the Source engine when they put a, they called it Source two, but what it was is kind of a revamped Source engine. It's not an entirely new set of code. 
Yeah, just we've made things better, and we're going to slap a version on and go. They rebuilt the foundation, and we all got. They rebuilt the foundation for us, and we all got about it. We're like, man, you know, Beyond Light's campaign was good, but there's nothing else happening. The seasons beforehand were a little lackluster. Now we know why, because they rebuilt this 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 infrastructure. So now they can put everything into doing stuff like Witch Queen, and of course, everyone's losing their mind because instead of working about the worried about the technical side. They're just like, all right, let's get art in here. Let's get new weapon designs, new weapon categories. Yeah, um, an entire new weapon building crafting system that, may, that yeah. you know, probably was but not They've, they've kind of been building before. into between the Engrooms and like the Synthwave, we kind of all saw some sort of crafting system happening. But like now they're like, okay, this is how we're going to do it. And now you get it. Then, um, of course, the story implications and just the giant aspect of everything involved. Um this was their their sort of like this is where everything was going this is why you had to wait and that feels good to see that you know we're not going to get it until february of next year but guess what i put my pre-order in i'm happy to wait i'm excited for february and then the the anniversary stuff that people are complaining about which i'm i'm sure you guys have covered already uh, is it's the same thing it's like i'm paying the same hundred dollars except now i get all this extra love and and fan service and you know cosmetics because who doesn't love cosmetics but it's and like yeah everyone's like they're charging 30 or all this extra money for, i forget i don't know what the separate price is um it's like i think it was 100 bucks total because that's no that, that's a hundred dollars for the season pass with the dlc anyway so now you're yeah. just getting more value like right. they're giving you all this stuff for free the way i look at it because like as a hobbyist player i'm in it either way i'm spending the money either way so i just see this getting a ton of new stuff that's also really like do let's do a dungeon in the loot cave Whoever thought of that deserves a promotion and maybe a small statue of Bungie AQ. Because like that's 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 how you yeah. get the crowd in. Yeah, that's 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 perfect. And I yeah, I, I saw that and just laughed because I was like, what what better place to put it than there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Beautiful. And then yeah, and that's the thing. And the, and the 30th anniversary, the pack is you know twenty four bucks or you know twenty five dollars. You know, buy it, don't buy it. You know, it, it's nice that they didn't bundle it all together and say a hundred dollars or nothing. Uh, you have the choice, but spend the hundred because honestly, you're gonna get your money's worth. And if, that's the if thing. You is like, can, well, not shaming people that can't afford it or people no. that have parents. You know, it's I'm going the other right. People that have, people that depend on their parents is what I meant to say. Like kids. Yeah, I was gonna say you got a little, 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 little dark there. <laughs> we love the orphans too, but Bungie's Bungie's charity work is important for the orphans and the non-orphans all the same. God, that sounds so bad no matter how you say it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> people that don't make their own money, people that depend on other people right. to buy them stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. So yeah, I'm going to take or, that argument. I'm going to flip it on its head, though. Okay. That's not a valid argument because let's say that's the one thing you get. You get that $100. You now have something to keep you entertained for the next 12 months. You do not need to spend another penny other than your internet and your power. Like, you're good. You're on for the ride. Like that's just it. It's the it's people are like, oh, it's this big ticket price. It is, but also it's not. Yeah. Like, would you pay a hundred dollars to see as many movies in the theater? Okay, COVID excluded. Before pre-COVID, would I, you pay a hundred dollars to uh, see as many movies in the theaters you want for a year? Uh, of course you would. Of course you would. Ha have and did. Regal Unlimited. Hello. Signed yeah. up in 2019. Still using Oof. it in 2021 because 2020 wasn't a thing. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I I'm all in on that. Yeah, and that's like if you hit hard times. Let's say you lose your job. Let's think about all the people in the last year that bought the season pass, lost their job due to COVID. Maybe can't you know they have enough money to keep the lights on, to keep the internet on, to keep food yeah. in the fridge. But like yeah, buying a sixty dollar yeah, game isn't in the budget. They still have something they can play, and they don't need to spend a penny. 
like oh, that last, means from last year. You mean they would have to from spend last a year? Yeah. Or yeah, coming yeah, yeah. yeah, correct. Right. Yeah. So like yeah, now they yeah, don't but, have to worry about how am I going to afford the new season pass? How am I going to, you know, do X, Y, or Z? How am I? It's there. They're done. You're good. Yep. You, you've spent that money. That money is spent. Now you get to enjoy it for another year. And it's not like Bungie. Bungie doesn't charge enough money for things. Like people complain about Like they're really. No, you're. You're not wrong for the for the. Oh, I, I can mean, break down the math for you. I mean, I mean people I mean, are complaining about hundred dollars, fifty dollars, two thousand average price of a video game, right? You're talking about N64 early PS2 games. Fifty bucks was the industry standard, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's sixty. Yeah. Purely by purely by inflation, that fifty dollars is eighty dollars today. That's just by inflation. Is it eighty? You want to talk? No, it, it is eighty dollars. That has been a lot of inflation in the last twenty years, my dude. Wow. Yeah, um, well, no, but last year that I was fifty dollars is eighty dollars now. By itself, and you're not going to talk about how more com- how much more complex games are. Right. You're not talking about the insane amount of resources they take to make and them. advertise for, how, what right. they take to run on a monthly basis, the upkeep, yeah. the janitorial work. Like yeah. we should be playing a hundred dollars for what we're paying sixty dollars for right now. We should be to be fair to these developers, to be fair to these dudes that are working, you know, seven day weeks, working sixty hour a week, sleeping under their desk to get something out. You know, so that's how we end up with situations like Cyberpunk is we're not paying enough money for video games. Well, we that should be Cyberpunk flooding, we should be happy rushed. to pay them more money. They, they, it wasn't they it was seven years of development. Well, they weren't done, obviously. Uh, but they that's needed what I'm saying. <laughs> but like, right. I maybe yeah. had but when, I'm when just you get a deadline, you've got a hit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, look at, I mean, everything. I mean, look at that. Yeah, I mean, heck, Destiny example. one that and two had more both. problems. Well, well, Destiny one and two. You know, Destiny one, they were done, and then they rewrote the whole thing and launched what Destiny one was. Destiny two, the same same thing happened. They they sort of rewrote the whole thing and took a massive step backward. We're like, what happened? To all the things we had in D one. Oh, uh, we rewrote the whole thing. Well, you did know, you right see the beta footage? Getting, yeah, the beta I, I, content I mean, footage from Cyberpunk. No, the stuff that's actually on, like if you buy a PS4 or PS5 disc, or PS5 disc doesn't exist, PS4 disc. Um, if you buy, if you just play what's on the disc without letting your system update it, they cut like thirty percent of the game content in that first patch. There's there's crafting options. There's maps like versions of the map that are in the game that aren't even in the release game, like a 3D maneuverable map. Um, mm-hmm. there's entire classes and weapon categories and characters that got cut out last minute because it wasn't done. It was it's a tragedy for those folks that, that literally were were spending yeah, time away from yeah, their families for the worked, worst you know, received game in the last 10 years. Right, yeah, and, and worked for you know some portion or all of seven years on this game from conception to shipped disc in the box. And I mean yeah, I've been to, went, to have it be what it is. And and the, all the people that were ride or die, I've been running the cyberpunk train since it was still an MMO. Like I've been hyped. Cyberpunk's my aesthetic. Like you want to talk Blade Runner and the Matrix, and like that's my jam. <laughs> this last season was amazing for me, okay. and so like there's so many people that are about it. Like this was the game, and then we find out you know The Witcher Three had come out you know while it was in development, and we're like, man, if this is what they're gonna do, this is gonna be the best game ever made. And I'm not saying Cyberpunk was purely because of budget. Obviously, it isn't. There's games like Star Citizen that have had millions of dollars thrown in and still haven't been released. Um, there's there's indie yeah. games that are some of yeah. the best games and I've ever can't played. Solve everything. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like as a whole, as an industry, I think we need to be a little more understanding. I mean, maybe this is me as a giant quote fingers musician talking, um, but. Yeah, but there's, there's we need there's to respect something... the artistry there. We need to start giving them the money they deserve for what they're actually doing. 
we uh, think we're entitled no. to a sixty dollars game. Yes. Yeah. There's there's something magical about I was able to buy, you know, a Super Nintendo game for the same price I can buy a game today. And yeah, a lot of work went into both, but these are not the same. No, level back in the of day, Super Nintendo yeah, those games didn't get on those bucks, games. Dude. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I buy I buy Final Fantasy for sixty bucks. I bring it home. I play it. That's the game. That's what it is. If you get stuck somewhere, there's a bug. That's what it is. And yeah, yes, the, but the budget, the, the number of people, the whatever. Usually, those games scales. came out the whole game, right? You didn't. There was no DLC. Nowadays, games are specifically marketed that way. They give you a fraction of the game, and you depend on DLCs. Not Destiny, right? Not. But other yeah, games. But why that do are they out have there. to do that, Respawn? Why do they have to? Because to that's how they make their money. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they have to do that to make their money, correct? Yeah, but at the same time... All right, like, all, right, okay. all right, all right, all right. So if we paid $80 Destiny for the game, we have to do that. Destiny as an example, right? I've been preaching this for months, right? Everybody complains about Vault Space, right? Sell Vault Space for silver. Boom! Right? Yeah, but there actually may be technical, technical issues there. You got to remember, because they're databasing all that information. I understand that, and I broke that down before about how the more stuff somebody has, the more RAM it takes up somewhere. And if they right? screw up, they can erase everyone's vaults. Like Fair that's a, that's a lot more complex than and you I know you understand that but the, then a lot of people that complain about right. it actually yeah. do like that's a tough thing to undertake. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. Still, I mean, it's, it's still a thing that needs to be done, right? Look at all these gotcha games, right? These gotcha games where where they they start you off with twenty slots and then you have to pay like five silver to to to, to get an extra ten slots or whatever, right? I'm actually kind of offended that you would even dare compare Destiny to a gotcha game. <laughs> Be offended. The point still stands, right? <laughs> they could sell space to make up for lost revenue or something like that, right? But that's or, what, but, but, but they get the revenue for the title itself. They don't need to do that, right? They can spend the time on the game and not have to worry about nickel and dime you with things like that. Because that's if they got that's the forty dollars or at least the eighty dollars they deserve for that fifty dollar title. If we were saying development costs were the same, which they absolutely are not, um. It costs more to make a video game than it costs to make a, a blockbuster movie. Like that's something you have to consider. It costs like AAA titles, like what between one hundred and fifty and three hundred million dollars to make. Yeah, there are blockbuster easily. movies that cost sixty million to make, and then we'll still gross a billion dollars. Right, and and, uh, and the movie comes out, and that movie is done, and that movie. Yeah, you don't patch a movie. Yeah, right. I mean, well, you usually don't patch. Sometimes you patch a movie, but usually you don't patch. <laughs> oh, that's actually to be fair. Just thinking of a couple that you know that have had things, you know, re-edited or whatever. Yeah, but but again, Mr. The movie... Snyder did an amazing job patching a movie. To give his team credit, if there's anyone who's patched a movie, but <laughs> Army I mean, of the Dead was that movie. Yeah, you know, like, but at the end of the day, it's like you have the movie. You 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 have a done thing. You can now take that thing and put it over here and give it to other countries, put it in theaters, do stream platforms, do re-releases. There's more money to be made from that thing you've done. You basically spent the money on the movie. The movie's done. You're, you're marketing, you're, you're selling it different places. And the money spent other than advertising. So you always like, let's say the a movie one, costs $30 million. You need to spend another $30 million to advertise. Right, right. But yeah. yeah, but, but there's, movie, no, there's upkeep. There's, there's no servers for that movie. You need to keep updating. Right. There's, no, there's no new version of... Well, I mean, you know, there's there's you know new versions of DVD players or whatever, or a new streaming service, or you can yeah, go but from the files 4K already exist. You just need to force uh, move them right. over, maybe add some unseen footage and neat backgrounds, and maybe a built-in yeah. game like Bartok Magnificent on DVD came out in 2000. Anyways, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, agree with your point. Like, the movie is done. You can improve the movie, but there's no like ongoing upkeep of the but movie. That, the, and that's the, just it. That's what the, the DVD on my shelf is going to look beautiful no matter what. That's, yeah. that's that hundred dollar bungee option for for yep. for Witch Queen. It's like I can pay that hundred dollars. I can buy that full game, and I'm good. Anything else they change, I don't have to pay a penny for. If I want some cosmetic right. stuff, so that's on me. I'm going to be that guy, and it puts a bad taste in my mouth. But we need to refocus. <laughs> We've got way off into La La Land. All right. So, uh, coming back to some semblance of... We didn't even hit the Twab yet. We're still on this. No, Destiny, not right? at all. I've just... I've been rolling with you oh, guys yeah. on it. I've been... I let you guys sit... I sit back, <laughs> let you guys argue about it. I'm like, all right, we're still doing this. I'll jump back in. Did we Did we finish the This Week of Destiny? We did. Yes, we did. Okay. That was that was that was actually what spurred right. the conversation. We we we've so. done the open, yeah, yeah. We've done the opening and uh, you know, touch on the tech blog, which actually uh, I wasn't sure if it would be like mention this for three seconds or spawn a good conversation. I feel like it's spawn a good conversation. Hey, yeah, we'll unlike, see, unlike we'll all see the, podcasts how much of the that I've been a part of. I mean, right? we're not recording at ten p.m. It's, it's nice and early in the morning. Demon, yeah, and and, and Demon was worried about us not being able to fill the space with the short twab. Oh, I think oh, we accomplished that mission. No, no, there, there was no worry. the The question is how uh, the question is how much of the t- of the twaddle he leaves in. How much of this conversation <laughs> makes it to the show? Which I think will be most of it because it's clean. That's the magic. If you want him to leave it in, don't curse and he won't edit it. That's the demon magic. And I think it was rash. I think I think even response points were. I understand them. I disagree with some of them, but I understand no, it was totally. Them. It was, no, I think it was a really good conversation. So yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't just yeah, it wasn't us going We're off. Trying on to a be total positive tangent. role models, damn it. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it was related to the game. And now that we've given Respawn time to read the twelve this week, he can tell us what happened at this week at Bungie for the second of uh, of September, twenty twenty one. Another week, another twab. The last four have been mega Godzilla sized twabs, leading up to season of the Lost and the big Destiny two showcase we had last week. Expect the next few to be just a little lighter since the new season is live and the game is doing all the talking. Stand by, I need to swap it so people can see what I'm doing. Reading, there we go. Alright, week two of Season of the Lost is now underway. Spoiler alert! Too late, you, you spoiled already. There it's is underway. a new boss Everybody waiting knows. for you in the Astral Alignment activity and a new area to visit in the Shattered Realm. The Queen of Lies herself. Savathun is encased in her crystal sleeping bag, but until... I'm sorry, but still whispering in your ear when you visit. She made her case at the start of the season. Was it convincing? Did you buy it? Maybe a little? I don't know. Stepping up! Uh, we, we already did this. They still have the whole charity thing going on. Give money, get emblems. Skipping that. No, uh, no they don't. That, that ended the first. You either gave it, your money and you got the emblem, or you didn't. That ended September 1st. You'll get your things you get by the 9th, or your shirt in four to six weeks. But you either donated and got your emblem, or you didn't. But that's over now. So still you've, either, you've either given the city hope, or the city is hopeless. It, it's up to you, Guardian. <gasps> Hopeless city. He's got a PhD in orchestronomic. Did I say that right, Mr. Musician? Orchestronomic. That's a big word. It's like a four dollar word. Last Friday, Dr. Lupo worked with Intel to kick off an Intel Gaming Day with a live orchestra performing Destiny music while he and a group of his mods played through Deepstone Crypt. It was amazing to watch these musicians adapt in real time as Lupo's crew played through the raid, performing music much like running a raid. It's all about timing, teamwork, and seamlessly progressing through complicated mechanics that threaten to destroy the universe. You can watch the entire replay here. There's going to be a link. 
uh, or just skip to the Deep Stone Lullaby. We'll see you. You know, that, that raid already has phenomenal music. So, I mean, yeah. Now, yeah. Respawn, I, I know in the preceding, you know, you know, 10 minutes, you didn't watch this. Nolte, have you watched this video by chance? I, I hadn't I gotten a chance yet. to watch it. I, no. I saw they had done it, and I was like, I haven't watched it. <clears throat> I, I love, I thought they had just done live, or, live or, played music live, because words are hard for me today, like, while the raid was going on. I didn't know it was, like, re like reacting to the raid, so I'm now curious to watch this and go, do they just play the music as it was, or, like, you know, Ramp it up and down, depending on what's going on in the raid, because that's fun. the uh, the doom the doom effects. Now I'm actually well, I'm, I'm interested in that now. Yeah, like that's that's a super cool idea. Yeah, since you mentioned doom, I know I'm going a little off topic, but uh, there was a there was a a meme the other day, and this kid was listening to like heavy heavy rock, and the one was like, "Why do you listen to that double music?" He goes, "Mom, it's Christian music," and it was music from the doom from the game Doom. Right, so he's actually slaying all the demons to the music. <laughs> like, that's fair. That's fair. That's a, that's good music. <laughs> I think the best way to go about that is actually pause the in-game music and just blast Dio for the entire gaming session. No, no one really. I mean, really. I mean, if there's anyone who's out there fighting demons right now, it's Ronnie James Dio. I don't know the name, dude. I might know the music. I just don't know the name. I have no words right now for you. I'm sorry. You're going to Google it later, and you're going to feel very silly. Every time somebody says Dio, my mind defaults to damn JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. I'm sorry, man. I can't help it. My mind goes right to Digital Ocean because, yeah, no. It... I'm sorry. I will, I will keep my music references to myself. What, what's the name? Rodney James Dio? Rodney James Dio. Second singer for Black Wrote the song Holy Diver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as I looked it up, I, okay, shut up. Uh, <laughs> cut this out. This didn't happen. Uh, a little too hot. <laughs> we have a quick update on some weapon fixes that went out this morning through a rapid turnaround to adjust community feedback. Here is the weapon design team to tell you more. Demon? Not demon. Parody? Have you heard a British voice the entire time? If if you are, I there's probably medication you can take for that. I've been taking that medication for years. I haven't <laughs> seen it kick in yet. Still hear the British voices in my head. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, you know, the the thing they did was that everybody knew they were going to do the the Lorenz driver, the new linear fusion rifle. Um, a little, little too spicy. They decided they would, you know, start it by giving us gameplay fantasy to work in all game modes. And then dial it back as needed. Guess what? We're at that point. So the Lorenz's driver's fantasy is, you know, receiving bounties, hunting, hunting people down, collecting the reward, and targeting the markers you know, are key to this. So they opted to keep them in at launch in PvP to see how it played in the wild. Well, it turns out change is definitely needed. So we've removed the target markers from players. <laughs> uh, we, we've removed the target markers from players to remove the free in... God. This is not a hard sentence. I just cannot read it today. It turns out, basically, they've removed the markers in PvP. That's what they've done. In PvE, you know, you can still have the markers there. It still marks your enemies. In PvP, they turned the markers off partially because they were procking all the time. Everything, if you just had the weapon in your back pocket, it would still mark people for you. So they turned that off because uh, a little too hot, a little too spicy. Little and since Iron Banner's up this week, all the Iron Banner weapons from Season of the Rivals onward have been able to use the new Iron Banner perks. 
these perks were left out of the two brand new weapons for the season. So we've picked one perk that we feels that we feels worked well on each of them and have added them into the second trait column. So they've added to the peace bond, the sidearm, you can now roll with the iron reach and the forges pledge can now roll with the iron grip. So they've added those into the pool. So if those are things you want, they're now available to go get. And now there's, there's no more dancing respawn. Stop dancing. Stop it. Stop it. You can't make me. Can't make me. No dancing. It's my choice. And we've gone on to the, here are the things that are broken. Here are the things we fixed. So they did push out a hot fix for the season 3.3.0.1, which fixes a couple big things like the withering, uh, the withering heat artifact mod will correctly describe the mods perks. It'll tell you what it does now. The lucky pants exotic hunter leg armor, the elemental affinity can now be changed. Uh, if you couldn't apply the shaders to the Radiant Dance Machines, the No Backup Plans, the Nothing Manacles, and the new Iron Banner armor sets, you can apply shaders to those now and make them pretty. The Illuminous grasp, grasp Hunter ar- Ornament with the subclass glow will now be available in the Armor Synthesis. Progression towards the Tracing the Stars quest will now count for players if they pick up the Atlas Skews before they pick up the quest or if they pick them up on another character. And your Lucidity pre-order emblem for the Witch Queen can now be claimed from the Collections tab because those are important things we needed. Um, they, uh, yeah. There were a couple more things they fixed in the patch notes for the patch, the hotfix they put out. Basically, you know, fix the things in the astral alignment that were breaking that. Vault of Glass, they fixed an issue where Atheon would sometimes summon an invisible barrier to block Guardians from entering the Vault of Glass. Seen it. So, so if you, yeah, so if you couldn't get in at all, you can do that now because they, they fixed it and it's better now. Ooh. Um, if you're having issues where you where you could not discard your Solstice Key Fragments, that should be fixed. You should be able to dismantle those now. Incoming and outgoing Bungie Friend Toasts no longer play before character selection. Uh, they fixed an issue on the roster screens where it wouldn't uh, consistently indicate whether you had blocked somebody on your Bungie Friends list or not. Uh, they fixed an issue where the Fire and Ice Artifact mod spawns fewer wells than they had attended. They fix the actual cost of the global reach to three energy. So if you've seen your global reach uh, change in price, yeah, fix that. That's working now. Uh, they are absolutely trying to kill that whole thing, man. Oh yeah, no, I mean that's what they said last week. They're like, they're like, we intended for these cells to sort of go away. They haven't, so we're going to make them. Make them. Going to force you to get rid of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they, corrected, they corrected the insertion cost of the linear fusion rifle targeting mod. B500 Glimmer, like the other mods. Uh, your shards of uh, shards of Galanor exotic armor ornament will now uh, uh, display its pr- appropriate colors. Mm-hmm. Ditto for your your uh, the Radiant Dance Machines. Like Re- Respawn was saying, fix an issue that caused the Radiant Dance Machine to trigger armor mods and the stasis fragments more often than intended. Uh, they fixed an issue where the Promethean Spur would not spawn additional combination rifts, uh, combination rifts after the first one. Uh, and yeah, in part of this patch, which if you've played the game this week, uh, after after when this came out, Thursday, I think. Yeah, Thursday, the same day the top dropped, cross-play voice chat is enabled. So some communication privacy settings are still not working as intended for Xbox players. So Xbox players will still hear voice and receive invites from anyone, even if their, profit, their privacy settings are set to friends or in-game friends. Xbox players will still hear voice from non-Xbox players, even if... The you can communicate outside of Xbox voice and text is set to blocked and the Xbox players will still be able to hear other Xbox players in the fire team chat or team chat even if that player is on their mute list so there's no I'm glad, I'm glad they said that because and, and he's going to be there 
Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they said that because I I was skipping some medications those days, and I thought, you know, I was hearing the voices, but heard the no, voices no. in your head. But you are on an yeah, Xbox back, player, man. The back. But they weren't the normal voices though. They were different voices, and that was freaking freaking me out, man. Yeah, but so you're, you're a PC player, not an Xbox player, so you shouldn't have heard those voices. I've been cross playing on. The, I have an Xbox. Oh, you don't know, know what you, I do. I know you do, but you you've said multiple times you you will not slum it on the Xbox with us Xbox console peasants. Oh, he said the thing. Nah, I did say the thing. That's true. He said the thing many times. <laughs> we, we, we have we have reams and reams of tape. Yeah. So yeah, so those those are the things they fixed. Um, those are you know, and as always, we fix things. You know, as we've as we've discussed, making games is hard. Development is hard. So the things we know that are still broken. Now it says this is under known issues, but it says we've issued a server size server-side fix to resolve an issue where the Tier 3 focused Umbral Engrams had no weekly limit. So I guess they've limited your Tier 3 focused weekly Engrams now. So they fixed the fact that you could do it an unlimited number of times. Doesn't seem like a fix, but sure. Decrypting the Darkness quest can now be obtained from the Umbral Decoder. I'm sorry. Decrypting the Darkness quest cannot be obtained from the Umbral Decoder and access to it and the Prismatic Recaster cannot be unlocked. Uh, Still broken. They're aware of it. Uh, if you're trying to make your fallen Walker public event uh, heroic, don't. You can't. It's not going to happen. Because the barriers surrounding them now shove you off in, into the air. It repels everything. You can bounce around them like you're on a on a you know, uh, trampoline. God, trampoline. there's the word. There trampoline, bouncy house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so Speaking don't of trampolines, we'll uh-huh. do that later, I guess. The, the, the one clan that finally beat DSC after all this time, after two years. Those guys. Not sure. DSC. What? Well, okay. No, come on. Demon posted it. It was. It was a. Damn it. You know. You've mentioned trampoline. Now I'm gonna find it because it's relevant. Son of a biscuit. Okay, well, will you do that? I'll go through this, then we can come back to that thing. Okay. So the Dawn Chorus Exotic Warlock Helmet uh, no longer extends the burn damage on enemies. And uh, Titans, you still can't use your Worm God Crest. Hunters, your Radiant Dance Machine still don't work in Gambit and PvP activities. Damn it. The Red War Collections badge became unfinished with redistribution of the Exodus Down armor. It doesn't affect any previously earned titles, but just know that it will show as uncompleted. Shouldn't be an issue. If you really want the Wicked Undergrowth Iron Banner Shader, you can't have it because it's not obtainable. The Burning Ground Strike doesn't appear for players on Nessus if they didn't unlock it before Season of the Lost. The Prometheus Spur Exotic... Yeah, the Prometheus Spur Exotic Warlock Leg Armor now seems to require a solar weapon to create healing and empowering rifts, which can only be created one time. Error code potato may be appearing more frequently for PC players because Steam doesn't recognize the installation folder. Your computer is now a potato. Sad. Uh, The K1... Let's see. The K1 Crew Quarters Legend Lost Sector on the Moon says Void Burn in the description and the totem, but has Arc Burn in the activity. Nice. So if you're running the K1 Crew Quarters Legend Lost Sector, Arc Burn, not Void Burn. And the Share the Glass emblem can't be acquired from Bungie Rewards. The issue will be resolved on September 7th. And that's the list of issues they tell you about. As always, the list of all the issues is in the show notes. If you're like, hey, I see a bug. Does Bungie know about it? Go there. Look, if not, tell them. Report it to them. It will help them out. And now for a trampoline story. Uh, Trampoline Thieves Clan beat the raid in record time of two years. Our clan, the Trampoline Thieves, started Last Wish Raid in 2019, and we beat it for the first time yesterday. 
Words cannot describe how proud I am of the boys, and we'll be back for world's first witch queen. <laughs> Joe Blackburn says, Champions! If they open a merch store, I'm getting swag. Agreed. So, two years to beat Last Wars Raid. Great job, guys. Now you've created a record that I don't think anybody can beat. Congratulations. Is there a story behind this? That's all I'm, it says. Them taking two years to do this? I don't know. Hopefully okay. they got to, like, Riven, I... and it just took them two years to beat Riven. Same checkpoint. Just two years. <laughs> I mean, that's how WoW rating used to go, so I wouldn't be entirely shocked. Right. I mean, no, that's not possible, because every week it resets, but, you know, still, it yeah. would have been funny. Okay. Try and try again. Eventually you will succeed. And then, yeah, we have some lovely movies. We have some lovely artwork. We have a 15-foot hive knight with hunter supers, so um, that's Respawn's new main going forward from uh, Witch Queen. Yep. And, yeah, and that's, that's the rest of our, our not-so-beefy twob. They fixed things, they broke things, they made things pretty. And you got a trampoline story. What more What more could you ask for? Uh, movies of the week? Artists? Things like that? Yeah, 15-foot Hive Night with Hunter Supers. That's oh, all that's you need to know. Mm-hmm. What about a bit on the low? It's a real thing. <gasps> I, I suppose we could do that. I guess that's the thing we do. I feel like we have a guy who does that sometimes. I haven't seen so him in a while, though. No, some, oh, the lore. Some oh. sort of lore. There's some sort of British man who who talks the Lord to us, and we go, mm-hmm, those are words. At not off with not our floor. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, he's not here, guys. Sorry. No, I am here. I am here. No, he's not. He's really yes, not. Oh, you're doing that today, are you? The British voices are in all of our heads. It's fine. Right? No, this is obviously Night Demon and Houndish. <laughs> I don't sound like Houndish. Neither does Night Demon, but here we are. Allegedly. <laughs> but what, but what, what streamer or YouTuber do you sound like? Write into the show and tell us who do you think that Arf sounds like? Who can we make fun of him as? We need to find someone. Yeah, he needs a doppelganger. Yeah, Night Demon is, Houndish, is Houndish. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So, so do you have some lore for us? Oh, great lore, Sage. Who was like, what day are we doing this? And we said, this day, at this time. And you said, which time zone? And we said, this time zone. And then off you went into the mist to consult yes, the box. Uh, and you've come back to us. More like. Yes, I have come <laughs> back to you. So apologies, I had a lo- long list of jobs to do. So they are now done, and I'm here. Good work. I love that honeydew list, huh? Yeah, it's, the kids are going back to school tomorrow, so we just had to make sure we had the right bits of uniform. Yeah, I don't really care. Tell us more. Right shoes. <laughs> <laughs> now is that or is that not the warm welcome of from respawn you expected i mean really now is there anything more respawn than that Why? not at all if, if respawn said hey buddy how's it been how, how you had a good week are things going okay you would be weirded I'm, out right now and be like who are you and what have you done with <laughs> exactly that and i believe i have said that before when he was nice once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you feeling? Oh, no, I'm just not at home right now. It's fine. I'm in the airport. I have to be good. Or I don't know. Uh, weird. So, Nelsie, not Arf, not Arf, Nelsie. This is what Arf reads us more. And we Thank ask him again? stupid questions because we don't pay attention or listen to half of it. Or we're just too dumb to understand it. So, if you have lore questions, this is, this is your chance. And we'll see what he has for us. Right. 
In this case, if you pop your heads into the Law Stuff channel, there law is a stuff link channel. in there. Link. Law Stuff, Law Stuff, Law Stuff. Law I'm stuff. doing <laughs> a very difficult uh, nightfall right now. I don't know if I can actually multi I'm doing Lake of Shadows. Yeah, I'm, I'm over there. Uh, well, Respawn does it badly anyway, so... <laughs> wow! Accurate! <laughs> yeah, so you've got, a, you've got a reading from the book from Beneath the Endless Night. And we're going to start with acceptance, because that's where you should start. Acceptance, then we move on to grieving, then we move on to bullet wounds, you know, some, some sort of path like that. Denial's in there somewhere. We, mm -hmm. we spoke about reading Laura a different way. Are we still going to try and do that? Or do you want me to begin reading this and we go from Student that? teacher kind of thing? We can do student teacher. We have time this week. Okay. This okay. is your show. Do what you want to do. Yeah, man. This is your no, section. No, no, no. My section, <laughs> yes, but not my show. Well, it's not, oh, it's, okay. not, it's Night Demon's show. We all just hear, we serve the pleasure oh. of the Night Demon. But since he's Our not Lord here. Our Savior is not here. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I am. Well, anyway. <laughs> well, that's the way the kids will play. All right, guys, so I'm going to try to read this in a way that everybody can understand and a way that everybody can comprehend, all right? This is the thing we wanted to start a while ago, just haven't had the time because our lore scribe has been who knows damn where, right? Anyway, so the I idea is right. I'm supposed to be the student. I'm supposed to be learning from this, and he asks questions or people ask me questions or whatever, right? So I'm going to read this in a way that everybody can understand and hopefully I can comprehend and, more importantly, retain and we're gonna go from there uh let us know if you like this or not and if you don't like it we might do it anyway because i don't care that's it's not your show shut up um i acceptance is the title of this lore it is from the book of beneath the endless night that one yeah right here book right there it was obvious had i looked it's going great focus what's my character what's my motivation another <sighs> last may you go I, the most qualified for this. Crow's voice reverberated off of the immense window, making the vanguard commander's office feel even more cavernous than it was. At night, the edges of Zavala's office were usually dark, but the miasma of Vex energy that swirled the city below made it more so. Crow sighted and placed the gloom like a caged animal. Zavala faced the window and stood, unmoving, a statue carved of... Larimar, depicting a test of infinite patience. He glanced over at Ikora, her hands gently clasped as she watched Crow with disquieted contemplation. We know, she said, after what felt like an eternity, but your expertise and relationship with the Elixni aren't the only deciding factors here. Exactly how long am I going to be continually tried in a court of public opinion? Crow asked pointedly. And when is this trial I will be given a clear understanding of what I'm on trial for? Zavala regarded the Awoken's reflection in the window. It reminded him of the near-fatal walk through the gardens not all that long ago. His shoulders sagged. Crow, Zavala said as he turned to face him. This is a delicate situation. The consensus has come down hard on us for welcoming the Elixni into the city. And I can't have them using you as another bludgeon. So this is all a political maneuver, Crow pushed, to protect yourself. No hard feelings? Nothing behind the looks you give me when you don't think I'm watching? Zavala stiffened, and Crow sensed the controversial temperature in the room 
changed. This matter aside, your past identity became public, but we had a plan in place. It could cause considerable harm to you and to the people you care about. Icora said evenly, even though I just did it in Zavala's voice. My bad. People who have come to care about you, she added. For a long time, no one spoke. And when Crow did, his voice was small. Then what? I keep hiding from the shadow of the man I was before? Forever? Not forever, Ikora said firmly. But for now. Crow shifted his focus to Ikora and saw the hurt in her eyes. He seen it in Amanda's too whenever she spoke of the dead. Without another word, he nodded and left. Ikora closed her eyes and the breath she'd been holding slowly left her. He's going, Osiris, she warned. And if Osiris is half the leader he's shown himself to be, he'll tell him the same thing, Zavala said with great fatigue. Finally, sinking into his chair. In the momentary silence that settled between them, Ikora felt an unspoken reciprocation of their generation's old friendship. I don't know how long we can protect him, she confessed. Neither do I, says Zavala. All right. Love it. Very nice. Stopping right here at this point right here. Somebody, at some point in time since he's been revived, has to have mentioned Kate, right? As they're beating him to death the multiple times that they have beaten him to death or killed him multiple different times that they've killed him. Somebody, at least at one point in time, would have said, this is for Cade. This is for killing Cade. How dare you do that to Cade? Something, right? Somebody would have mentioned something in the multiple instances he was being beaten to death, right? The fact that he still doesn't know it and the fact that Bungie's making us think he still doesn't know it. Guys, move up your game a little bit. I understand you're trying to keep it a mystery, but there's no way in a real-world environment if somebody had killed him as often as they as he has been killed, not one person would have mentioned Cade or what he did to Cade. A little unbelievable, but we're moving on. Who's Cade? That was a fantastic Banshee impression, by the way, Parody. Appreciate it. Doing my best. What did you get from this? Um, I got that because the elixir there and Crow's identity became public knowledge before they planned on it. Somebody's using that as a political move in order to take power, right? They're using the elixir as a negative point, and the fact that Crow is being accepted into the, if not the vanguard, then at the very least the tower, and people is using that against Zavala and Ikora in order to become the new de facto leaders. Maybe not necessarily that's, of the vanguard, but of the city. That's correct. However, what they're trying to do here is prevent any further damage by revealing that Cade's killer is working for them to the rest. Of the, there's, there's people, the, the information is out there, but it's not common knowledge. Gotcha. And if you go back to your rant... If you're yeah. already taking a kick in from someone throwing flaming hammers at you, you don't yeah. really hear what they're shouting. Yeah, but he is a spy. Are you telling me that all the time that he's been lurking around, not one time he's been able to glean knowledge about why people are upset at him? 
I mean, it's kind oh. of his whole spiel. He's he's the whole cloak and dagger thing, right? He's he's already worked out. He was a bad person. Well, not necessarily a bad person, but didn't he did a bad make... thing? Yes. I don't think that he was a bad person because what he did, yeah. he wasn't himself, technically speaking. But all the ins and outs of the whole thing won't be common knowledge. We already know in previous law entries that he's already decided not to be that person and do as much good as he can. Mm-hmm. Which is why he's maybe not actually listening to that or not connected the two because he, he has decided not to look into his history. Or the, he did not want to find out the man he previously was. So that's that's in there somewhere? Like, we know he's avoiding what he did? Because I don't remember that. No, it's not kind of avoiding what he did. But learning of who he was could affect the man he's become. Okay, I, I can see where that goes. Like, if you have amnesia and you try to be a good person, but you found out you used to be a serial killer or whatever, you know, you, you might think that you'll become that person again. And by freaking out and overthinking that you might become that person again, you inadvertently become that person again. Kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like why Banshee had his memory wiped when he became Banshee and not K, uh, not um, Clovis 44. Right. Changed his name, changed his identity, wiped his memory. Right. Because he didn't want to be be that person or associated with that person. Yeah, but to be and fair, just... he's been he's been wiped forty four times. Even if he didn't forget who he was, odds are he wouldn't be cognitive enough to realize what was going on. You know, forty four wipes is a lot. The thing about that though is. It's not a wipe. If you remember the lore from Beyond Light, it's just creating new walls in their memory. Yeah, it's, but... The memories are still there. Yeah, but if, if you remember, the more... I'm calling it a wipe, right? The more times you go through this procedure, the more unstable it's you not, become. It's, no, it's, it's not a case of DER. It's not? It's not the DER. No, he was killed. The body was killed. In right. the battle with but the but every Vex. time you come back, it's not you a, it's not a wipe. less and less stable. It's not a reset. They haven't actually reset him. They've just actually set up another frame and downloaded the same copy to him with the, the Banshee, with the previous Banshee memories. Isn't a real EXO. That's the issue. Well, he's, he's a real EXO now. Him from backup. He's there's no organic portion of of Banshee. Yeah, he is the the the, the Vex juice in him. That's the organic. No, part. no, but I mean, normally there's there's essence of original human in an exo whereas banshee is a program that's been uploaded to a frame whereas the actual the clovis ai is probably the closer of the two to being clovis that's right because that... uh, the the intelligence was actually uploaded to banshee without any of the memories okay I didn't. I didn't know that there were organic parts left over from. He's like the best version of those security frames from the lost sectors. Gotcha. Okay. Fair but enough. has been around for much longer. And uh, when on his forty, he he wiped the majority of his memories, or he had um, Elsie wipe the majority of his memories on his forty fourth re- uh, his forty fourth uh, download to a new chassis. Okay. That's when he truly became the the banshee we know today. Okay, that's what that means. Because I thought that the number indicates how often they've been resurrected. Air quotes. 
And every time you're resurrected, you lose more and more of yourself. That's why Cade couldn't remember who you, he well, was. You're right. You're lives. right about. You're right about that. It's just Banshee doesn't fall into that category because he's got the better hardware and software versions than anybody else. If you what a game hack! Not over insert myself. If you remember the Clovis journals, Clovis talks about how the reason why the the exo derangement thing happens is that not that he couldn't solve it, he didn't care. It wasn't worth his time. But when he was recreating a version of himself, he put the Data extra effort in to make sure that that didn't happen. He per- Banshee is the perfect EXO. Well, Clovis 43 was. Yeah. So nobody else can resurrect themselves as many times like he can? He's the yeah. only one with this, this hardware He's software? program at this point. Yeah, it's Clovis's is. consciousness yeah. in digital form, whereas the, like, I play an EXO. Our version of the Exos are like biomasses crammed into robotic. It's like the it, we're Robocop. We're actually the more like the robot guy. I forget his name from Robocop. It's a brain in a shell. Okay. Um, yeah, and, and, Banshee, your... and Banshee's just an operating system. You pull, you know, you take the ISO, you load it onto a new piece. Of... If that you one dies, is? you load it again. Perfect. You... Sorry. Nope, go for it. Uh, no, I say the perfect metaphor for Banshee is he's uh, Tron. Banshee is Tron. If you're familiar with Tron, and now we've come. Are we talking Tron the AI? Are you talking yeah, about Tron, Tron the AI, AI? As in, okay. like the the image of himself he created to be a protector. Okay. He's a program. He's he's designed to basically protect what's left of humanity. Was Cortana decided... also an AI? Would that be a reasonable? Cortana is strictly an AI. Yeah. She's the opposite. I think she gained sentience eventually. I think hers was kind of backwards. Yeah, but in the end, they're both AIs. One of them just started with sentience, the other one developed it later. Complex story writing, folks. It's a beautiful thing. Okay, so we move on to chapter two. Fractures? Right here? Fractures, yes. Okay. Good job. Hey, hey, I'm learning how to navigate things. Yay. If I can have any contribution to this, can we call it hooked our phonics? No? All right. (laughs) I don't get it. Is the thing? Uh, that's beautiful. <laughs> why? Why? Why hooked R phonic? It's uh, hooked R phonics. Uh, oh, hooked uh, R. Oh, I missed it. Her. It gotcha. didn't work for respawn. Mostly because I didn't understand. So, chapter two. Zavala stared at the terminal window until the words blurred together. He lowered his head and rubbed his eyes, trying to collect his thoughts. There were reports from hunters in the field. Increased Vex activity across the system. Coordinated attacks on Vanguard operations. Anomalous disturbances within the city. All on top of Elixney and human confrontations within the city walls. A buzzing hum bloomed to life over Zavala's shoulder. Followed by the gentle weight of a ghost that came to settle there. Is this the best use of your time? Tarj wondered aloud which elicited a look from the corner of Zavala. Tarj rarely spoke. When he did, there was always a... I don't recall asking for your opinion, Zavala said as he tried to refocus. I don't recall giving one. Zavala turned this time to give Tarj another look. You two can keep doing all the work of three people, Tarj insisted. Talk to Anna again. Zavala leaned back in his chair. Tart. There's no way I'm going to convince. An alert chimed in at the command console to his right. 
Incoming call from Empress Keitel. Karch said wearily. Let it go to Depot. Zavala stubbornly rose from his chair. No, he said, receiving the call. Keitel's imperial seal appealed on the screen with a notice. Audio only. Empress Keitel, what do I owe the pleasure? Zavala asked, tiredly scratching a hand over his stubble. Tarj watched for a moment before he dematerialized. Commander! Keitel greeted, her voice swelling to fill the room as if she was standing there. The fleet's long-range sensors detected a growing anomaly located in the vicinity of the last city. Why the sudden, sir? Keitel snorted. I bear no concern, Commander. But if the Vanguard were suddenly annihilated, it would behoove me to at least be aware. Of course, Zavala said softly. We're still here. For now! The leading edge in her tone hooked him. Why are you really calling? There was no response from the other side for a few moments. When Cattle spoke next, her tone was as measured as before, but lacked any performative airs. Lakshmi 2's latest broadcast to the city reached our fleet, she said. You're truly a proud hawk standing in a nest of vipers, aren't you? Lakshmi is a politician. Words are the most dangerous of weapons, Commander, Title reminded him. It begins as whispering conviction, and then full voice dissent, and then the next thing you know, you'll wake with a knife driven into your chest. Spoken from experience, Zavala jabbed it back. Spoken from experience. Keitel doubled down, unashamed. Lakshmi is undermining the Vanguard's authority by diminishing your role in the eyes of the people. Spoken loudly enough and often enough, her words may begin to make sense to even those who are not of the same mind. Zavala said, and Keitel felt its weight all the way across the system. I trust you to honor the terms of our armistice. I do not trust whomever your successor might be, Keitel warned. Zavala weighed anger and intrigue against one another, finding the scales a useless tool in arbitrating his response to the situation. He stepped back to the console and did as Cade might say, just wing it. This is not the first threat to my authority I've weathered, Zavala said, his voice rising. So don't delude yourself into thinking otherwise. And don't you dare come at me for whatever remorse you might be feeling about disposing your father. Zavala heard the low rumble of an appreciative vocalization over the speakers. I do not feel remorse because Callus was my father, Keitel explained, her tone softening. I feel remorse for what a gall did to my people. We opened the door for the hive, and did Zivu a wrath knife and were surprised when we felt the kiss of steel in our spine. I hate to see a warrior I admire and respect do the same thing with a less worthy adversary, but perhaps you're not in need of such unsolicited counsel. Zavala looked up, out the lightless city beyond, and closed his eyes. And what counsel is that? 
What Kaido said next was not in the voice of an empress, but a friend. Umunarath was my most trusted counselor. The darkness has many hands. Will you recognize its caress before it finds your throat? So, first thing I got from that was you can say Umunarath, but you can't say Lakshmi. That, how was I saying that? Lakshmi. Oh, Lakshmi. Okay. It made me want sushis and shashimis and Lakshmi. <laughs> Lakshmi's. Lakshmi. Okay. Uh, um, well, I mean, pick and choose, right? <laughs> this is is fairly basic. It's a yeah, this is Kaito warning Zavala that of there's something going on in the city, um, which we already know is the endless night, and that. Lakshmi is a major threat, which, to be honest, I think Zavala's playing down a bit at this point. Yeah. I mean, up to this point, why would he have reason to to doubt her? I mean, she's been part of uh, the faction in the Tower for God knows how many years, generations, centuries, right? So, if she but hadn't again, done anything this, this, to this, this point... Goes, this goes back to the uh, Concordat, because the Concordat were actually expelled from the city, I believe, before they were um, before they were actually evicted from the consensus. All right. Now, whether whether actually um, the other factions were involved in that, we don't know. But it's there's a strong opinion that the the fact they didn't like what the Concordat was saying, and and they uh, basically just said no and and got rid of them effectively okay yeah fair it, was enough. A, it was a complete setup to get uh, future war cult in there fair enough so what else do you have any more questions on this before we move on to the next one or i think this was pretty clear it just built on the last chapter where you know somebody was trying to use these events to kind of gain power and this mm-hmm. is what's her face they've identified who it is that's doing this more or less right and uh yeah i mean it's 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 pretty self-explanatory well, i think they they've identified the stooge that's doing this but they haven't identified the who it actually is and the underlying tone in this that zavala is actually getting quite friendly with keitel and there's a, a bit of a rapport there now okay which pre- previously was unheard yeah. of I mean, I saw that, but I just I thought that they had a rapport already up to this point, so I didn't look into it. But so this mm. is this is them building that rapport or coming to that rapport right here. Okay. Well, build it, building it. I think it's already been built. It's just it's it's now designed in text what they what they are doing, and how how they do get on now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, chapter three: Gifts from the Shore. Though the metal crate they were carrying likely weighed more than they did, the two Elixni gave Saint Fourteen a wide berth on their way to Elixni Quarter. Ooh, I've seen this one. Um, see how they distrust Saint Gromo? Oh, here we go. Now I can do my Russian accent. Okay, here we go. You see oh. how they distrust Saint Grumbled? And then Holiday scanned the crate into her data pad. Unexpected shipment of emergency supplies from the Tangled Shore nearly offloaded. Don't be such a sourpuss, she said lightly, mixing the new folks good for the soul. I mix, objected Saint, but the Fallen, they do not enjoy my company, and I feel the same for them. 
Maybe that's exactly why I quarter picked you for this, Amanda said. Almost <laughs> fully helmeted, she could swear he rolled his eyes. Uh, two more licks, they came bearing another crate. One noticed Saint too late and stumbled, dropping the crate. Its security locks popped as it crashed into the ground. Those are really bad security locks, damn. A young Alexney wearing... Can I, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How, how did Amanda become an, a good old southern girl? I just, it's... Cause she she's Texan? I she think her... The, she worked for the Texas Arcana, sweetie. That's how she became a southern gal. Exactly. He picked up on it, right? Come on, now. What Waffle uh, House did I just stumble into? <laughs> wow. A young Alexney wearing the House of Light colors and a bright orange and blue vanguard lanyard scampered over in distress. Same side. It is fine, he said to the Elixney. Spider probably sends more surplus from Old House of Dusk. Knowing you can carry supplies from our enemies is a great joke to him. He dragged the crate out of the walkway with one hand and knelt to repair the locks. As Amanda scanned the damaged crate, the young Elixney came closer. He eyed Saint warily and then held up a sheaf of paper like a shield. Manifest, he said. Heatingly. I can't do an elixir, so deal with it. Um, thank you, Amanda said with an unforced brightness. She tapped her data pad. I've got it digitally. Uh, you got it digitally. Echoed the elixir. He fidgeted for a moment, then proudly held up the badge on his lanyard, which read temporary. Jeez. Amanda smiled. What you got there? Authorization for unloading of supplies from Tangled Shore. Of supplies sent from Spider, he said, leaning in slowly, looking carefully at St. Amanda. My gentleman, he added, slyly. Amanda snorted so abruptly that St. fumbled with a lock, crushing it in his hand. St. looked up. Can you two not be quiet? Come on now, Amanda admonished St. lightly. I don't hear you practicing your elixir, and this fella's doing his best bri to bridge the gap. <laughs> Turn back to the elixir. That ain't exactly right, but you speak our language pretty well, she said. Thank you, answered the elixir, clearly eager for the conversation. Do all humans here serve Spider Kel? Serve Spider? Amanda spat. Spider's nothing but a. And then the five-spirited words that followed were replete with hard consonant. Uh, the elixir froze, wary of her tone while not understanding her words. Amanda caught herself and took a breath. Which is our way of saying he's kind of a generous individual, she said to the elixir who nodded along with her. This lock has been ruined by distraction, Saint said as he rose to his feet. He removed the lid and looked inside, and then lifted a loose coil of rubbery tubes. Uh, servitor, plugs, filters, ether, circulator. The titan made a confused noise. Something wrong, Amanda said. Not at all, mumbled Saint as he picked up a golden cylinder trailing branded sapphire cords. This rebreather alone is worth more than any sheep. Amanda moved towards Saint and looked for herself. She recognized a few necessary survival items. Condensed prefab ceramic plating, vapor distillers, generator couplings, but amongst the tubes and filters were otherworldly treasures. 
a nanomesh sphere filled with a thick pink liquid, a chrome conduit, spitter with entropic plating, a glimmering opal sparkling in a nest of delicate lavender sponges. What the hell is Spider playing at? Amanda said to herself. She called out to the elixir. Are they all like this? Yes, each one very full. Full of delights from our culture, from our home. We are very thankful. He cocked his head and clicked. Thankful? Amanda nodded. Let me see that manifest, she said. Taking the papers from Elixney, he nodded and rejoined the other workers. They will still need many of our resources to stay here, uh, Saint said as he carefully resealed the crate. But this will make things easier. I am surprised Spider so generous to even his own people. Amanda frowned at the manifest. This doesn't make sense, she said. There's a note at the top. Don't know what half this stuff is, but it's gotta be good if Spider hired it. It's all written by hand, and there aren't... I'm sorry. It's all written by hand, and there aren't any values for anything on here. Saint looked at the paper over Amanda's shoulder. The the crates came from Spider's what? Storehouse? He said. If he did not send it, then who did? Look at this listing, Amanda continued. This item says, best osmosis filters, hidden in the bottom drawer. This item's just a row of question marks. Here's one listed as a clock thing. This line says, a noisy cube smells bad, but everybody likes it. And what's with this signature? Amanda squinted at the shape scrawled on the bottom of the form. Is it a ship? She guessed, handling the handing the paper to Saint. Titan turned his head as he looked at the drawing. Oh, he cried. Slapping the paper with the back of his hand. Look, it's burnt. Amanda looked again at the uneven charcoal lines and could just make out a wobbly black bird. She let out a long breath and shook her head. Awful artist, she said. But I guess he's an alright guy. And suddenly, she was smiling. Right, so what we're looking at here is basically somebody's done over the spider and sent some of his best worldly goodies to the city. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, no, Crow totally that... robbed him blind. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no getting that. So Crow... And it's definitely looking like Amanda's got a bit of a soft spot for him. Yeah, so I'm... when I first heard this, because I first heard this on Bife, right? And what I, what I gleaned from this was the fact that... Um, so Spider not only wants to be a part of the Vanguard and wants to do right by them, but it sounds like he's overdoing it because he doesn't know what his crimes are in the past. So he's sending them lavish things in order, I guess, to kind of compensate for past crimes. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not just getting them needed supplies. He's getting them treasures. He's getting them really, really good stuff from Spider. So, yeah. That, that's what I gleaned from it. I think he's overcompensating. If I can interject I a little bit, is Go he maybe it. behaving like a crow would? Stealing all the shiny things. He's getting yeah, the shiny the things for the person that feeds him. Mm, I guess. Brilliant writing is what it is. Um, and also, the elixir who's got the temporary landyard, is seen in other lore as well. As uh, 
if I actually find the right way of reading them, there's some of the weapon lore from Season of the Splicer, and it yeah, actually he... tells the story of this particular elixir. He gets killed in the end, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. It's never right? revealed if he gets killed. But the last it's, thing it's is, they were going that he to, gets he, he's insinuated yeah. he gets killed, and his brother goes looking for him. It's quite a sad story, actually. But remember the five hard consonants that Amanda says about the spider kill? Yeah. Because he thinks they're a good thing, he goes and gets himself a nice bowl of ramen in the city. Oh, no. And because he likes it, he rep- and the um, he offers to pay the ramen shop um, mm-hmm. vendor, and he said, no, it's it's free, it's a gift. And because he thinks they're words for a nice man, he repeats them. <laughs> basically, the woman that actually tortures and is insinuated it kills him heard that. That's how that comes and together. That's how that comes together. But there's a whole story actually following. If you if you read the law in the right sections, and uh, there's about three chapters out of the book and several pieces of weapon law. Actually tells you the whole story of this Elixney's journey around the around uh, around the city. And you'll recognise it's him because it always mentions his lanyard that says temporary. Mm-hmm. Who who'd have known that that temporary meant him and not just his access, huh? Well, yeah, it's 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 quite a, a it's a well written. I'd like to say I don't want to say it's a nice story because it's not a nice story, but it's extremely well written. Mm-hmm. Um, and when the Elixnes, I'm not sure how you say it, if his brother or sister came comes looking for him, they get accosted by a group of people, and um, basically they get saved by a hunter wielding stasis, and um, basically the crowd disperse, and the hunter stands there and speaks to the Elixne. And the Elixni just shies away from this hunter because and said, uh, um, makes some comment com- um, comment about how the uh, darkness corrupts and leaves. Ah, you heard it here, folks. Cade Seven confirmed. No, I'm joking. No, Cade uh, Seven's already been and gone, mate. I've told you this before. I know. Cade Seven's never existed. No, Cade Seven has existed. I can't remember exactly what war book it is, but it states it's in Cade. I think it might be the Treasure Island law book. Said six is a lucky number. There's been many more, but I stopped counting at six. Yeah, I I understand that, but what? No, mate. So if he stopped counting at six, that means there's been Cade seven, Cade eight, Cade nine, potentially hundreds of Cades. Well, not hundreds of Cades, but you you get get my gist here. Although that would explain if there was a hundred Cades his behavior. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes it would alright yeah. any more questions no I think these were pretty self explanatory chapters you picked well no they're just in order I, mean, I didn't pick them I picked the book and we started at the beginning and we'll finish at the end yeah but they, they've explained themselves pretty well there's not a whole lot of insight to be gleaned from these you know they're pretty outspoken aside from the temporary one that most people probably don't know about but yeah I liked yeah. it. It was good. It was a good read. No, this this is a, a very good book, to be honest. And I I do actually like this book. Um it's not my favorite one, 
but it, it is very well written and so it's some of the best law coming out in this season I've seen well that's good very good to know we got we got we got Arv's favorite book here confirmed no 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 it's one of my favorite book my favorite book is Legacy's Lament alright Arv's favorite book is Legacy's I'm t- <laughs> you said the same thing <laughs> Uh, you too. You got anything to add? Uh, no. I mean, I'm loving that that. Lore. I actually haven't dove into that book yet, um, other than some of the later chapters that were revelatory. Um, no, no. I was actually curious to see if Arf had read the lore on the Forge's Pledge yet, and if he's also concerned about Savathun's well-being right now. I'm, I'm just get starting to get into this season. Uh, to be honest, uh, I. I tend to avoid the spoilers of the law for the first few weeks. Oh, this isn't lore at all. This is oh, right, this okay. is this is uh, one of the most beautifully. Pe- I mean, it is technically lore, but it's not spoiler lore. Um, the Forge's pledge that the new pulse rifle that came out, Fire and Banner, um, is a a love song to Iron Lord Saladin's rage, and basically, Savathun should find, or we should Savathun should pray that we find her before he does, because. It's it's not gonna end well. Oh, from whenever she slept with Saint, you mean? No, 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 no. Well, that's it's related to that. This is Saladin's reaction to finding about everything. Well, did she want Saint? Oh, instead? Saladin. I don't know why I. You oh said no, it's Saladin, related to I that though. It's part of part of that. It's I don't want to spoil it. it I, you kind of want to read it. First it almost is it one of these pieces of law that almost sits between the two se- uh, between the two seasons. Oh so no, there's no information. Piece. Uh, I mean, it's they linked it right. It's 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 a short yeah, little one. It's, yeah, it's it's, I, I tell you it's, what, it's I'll read that next week as a as a beginner, and then we'll carry on with um uh the uh, beneath the endless night. I look forward to hearing that. Thank you. Right, I'll bid you good night or good Have morning. Good night. Yes, and I'll see you later. And we'll actually see you later. Get yourself now, so we'll see you then. We'll okay. see. See you there. <laughs> Didn't sound convincing when he left. Not even a little <laughs> bit. <no. laughs> he's he's gone. We've lost him. All right. I feel like the weapon lore as of late has been almost better than some of the books. It is pretty on point. I'll give it that. It is, yeah, the, it is yeah, the weapon lore. I don't always like. I, I was. I don't read it. Like for every weapon, every. I'll look and peek and just some of them just give me a good laugh. Even just the ones in game. If it's good in game, I'm like, okay, let me go. Let me pull up a shard and see what the rest of it is. But Oh, like the, the crucible arms from last season. The base, or I, think it, I think it might have been from 14. The pinion grass. Um, where it basically just shows Shax's joy at finding out there's a new type of grenade being used in the crucible. He doesn't care anything about the stasis. <laughs> I didn't hear anything about that. What? <laughs> it's, the, um, wow. it's the lore on the, uh, I think the pinion grass. Let's take a look at that. There's new grenades. <laughs> I love it. All right. Um, if there's in, if there's nothing else, I'd say close it up and uh, dip out sir, here today. Sir, oh, there, I gotta there, do my stuff. There, there's Son a, a there's there's a report. Good. It's even named after you. Come on yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang it. All right. Uh, <laughs> they are uh, throwing new grenades. Right. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Okay, that's yesterday. That's September third. Yeah, it, it starts with it starts with the week with no demon.
Okay, fine. Uh, Destiny News. Bungie has, in fact, confirmed that Vanguard Reputation will get two times boosts in the future as well. Boosts have been all... Sorry, boosts have all been streamlined to two times for the full week. Vanguard will have two times weeks in the future by Dylan Gaffner. Excuse me. Buddy DMG. Right? Yeah, so the there's shit. a boost. It's going to be double it. That's what they're telling us. And it's no more guessing how much to how much will it have? When will it have? The same all the way through, which is lovely. The share the glass emblem can't be acquired from Bungie Rewards. This issue will, re- will be resolved on September 7th. I think this is the one the Sherpas get if they Sherpa so many so many things, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the emblem the Sherpas get right there. It's pretty cool. I I mean, I like it, but whatever. Yeah, it sounds right. Cacus HD. When Trials of Osiris returns to Destiny 2, you'll be able to focus Trials and Grims into the loot you want. Awesome. But why not also do what with Iron Banner? Um, maybe he said that. Maybe do that with Iron Banner. And I agree. I especially after this season, dude. I can't even right now. Ugh. So, did you get any of the new Pulse Rifle parody? Uh, I do. But before we get into this, you know, Paul Tassi basically agrees with you. <sighs> Knowing that you guys are working on like eighty thousand things at a time, what about just like an interim microfix? Weapon slash armor choice split at least cuts RNG in half. Any changes being at a minimum of six months away is still tough. There you go. DMG yeah. Yeah, is so, going to so, be next. Yeah, yeah, so I did answer your question. Yeah, to answer your question, I did I did throw a bunch of the Iron Banner tokens at Selden before I started it, and I've I've gotten a couple of them to drop. I think. Yeah, but I. Like- it, it, I don't. It doesn't really do it for me. And there's actually a video we'll talk about here in a little bit about why exactly it doesn't really do it for me. Huh. But yeah, I I I really want to love it. It's just I'm not there yet. I actually quite enjoyed it. I even used it because I had a pr- a half decent role in PvP, and it felt like the messenger without you know the whole desperado thing. I, I liked the feel of it, but I also had a pretty decent role. But I didn't get the role that I wanted. That's and that's what I'm getting into. My hunter. I threw all of my tokens that my hunter had at Salad. It was like five, six hundred. I can't remember, but it was a lot, right? Threw all those tokens at him. Didn't get okay. a single new pulse rifle. Got a lot of old pulse rifles. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of old scout rifles. Not a single new pulse rifle. So then I jump on my Eric, my other characters, and I do their stuff. And I did end up getting like five or six of the pulse rifles, but all of them are half the role I wanted. I wanted either. And I gave myself a 50-50, either hitting up Rampage or uh, what's the one that works with multi-kill clip? The one that synergizes with that? I don't know. It's 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 the vision one. Hold on, I'll look it up in dim for a second. Uh, da, 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 pulling up right now. This tunnel one. Vision. Uh, tunnel Thank vision. you. I am thinking tunnel vision. Or tunnel vision multi-kill clip. Or tunnel vision kill clip, right? I'd have been happy with either one of those. But Bungie said, you know what? We'll give you tunnel vision on a bunch of these. We'll give you heating up on a bunch of these, and we'll give you rampage on a couple of these, but we won't give you one that's got them both. Mm-hmm. Tunnel vision. Nice things. Right? Yeah. Made me mad. But yeah, just, I, so many tokens and not a single new pulse rifle. It was ridiculous, man. Uh, DMG says. Yeah, more tokens. That's your problem. Yeah. Not, not, not enough tokens. Uh, whatever. DMG says, still takes time that's being spent on alternate alternate things 
Diving into UI and setting up reward sites can be a tricky business, so it's better to hold until having proper time and full attention from the team to get it done in full. We'll get there. Okay, I don't think that had any substance to it, but, you know, take a drink just because. Paul Tassi says, a formal Bungie dev on Crunch there. And then the image below is what we're referring to starting at the bottom and going up. Or, no, starting at the top and going down. Where is he police from? Uh, Gedalia, replying to at Mike Nicolella? Nicolella? I don't know. How much crunching does Bungie do? Mike Nicola, it can be, it can vary by team, but I understand it to be pretty mild. In general, I worked there for seven years and had a single week of mandatory overtime. I was asked to work a 50-hour week. Gedala, thanks. When I was in the industry early 2000s, I had months of mandated 60-hour weeks. Holy crap. I'm glad Bungie compensates folks well. It seems like many places don't. On the other hand, many places barely get by. Uh, Nicola replies again. Bungie is privileged to have a created world-class entertainment that people love. I've always felt that they were generous, that they were generous, and have been especially respectful of people's time and outside lives. Moving on. To Bungie help. We have resolved multiple issues in a server side fix. Wicked Overgrowth Iron Banner Shader can now be obtained. Decrypting the Darkness Quest can now be acquired and completed. And Parallax Trajectory Cap has been increased from 1500 to 3000. Thank you! Well, but you I go. still keep maxing it out! Uh, update! Placed, uh, this is Bungie help again. Update! PlayStation players who were still encountering this issue should now be able to retrieve their pre-order items from Master Raul in the tower after restarting Destiny 2. Players still having issues should let us know in our help forums. Stand by, guys. While Respawn goes to those help forums to request assistance. And he's gone. It is nice that the, uh, the, the report roundup today actually kind of validated our long and winding conversation earlier by tying it in nicely into a little package at the end there about how awesome Bungie is for, you know, actually yeah, caring about their development team and their products. Yeah, I did. I mean, I, well, I do want to point out, he said, you know, we work 50 hour weeks, which I would classify as overtime to begin with, but at least, you know, again, yeah, it's certainly been a lot worse in other places, you know, again, like the examples given. So yeah, it was, that was beautifully summed up that for a conversation, he never even knew it was going to happen. 10-hour like days aren't, like, I mean, I'm in retail management. 10-hour days are kind of what we do. Yeah, it's not, true, it's true. Not the, it's not the It's not like they're man, mandatory 60 is when it starts getting, like, but some of these guys are doing, like, mandatory 72-hour overtime. You know, they're there 12 hours a day, five, six days a week. Yeah. I'm just programming. I, I work in 911, and people, half the time, you don't even know what a call taker is or what they do, right? So when you call 911, the call taker that picks up, I've been to many, many sites literally around the world, not just in America, but around the world where they have mandatory overtime. Like these people work their butts off. And like, I understand the ambulance people being called heroes and the nurses and the doctors and the police. And they are, they are right. But at the same time, the people that feel those calls and have to heal the, hear the initial WTF is going on and then send them to the correct people. They work really hard too, man. And it's crazy what they do behind the scenes that nobody ever recognizes. So I'm going to give them a little recognition here. 
shout out to the call takers in the in the emergency industries because definitely unsung heroes you know but yeah. whatever when you when when you dial that nine that one of that one you want someone to be there and to give you help and that's and yeah that's always our, yeah 24 hours a day seven days a week no vacations no holidays no nothing it's crazy and when you compare that to somebody doing a mandatory 50 hours of something they've spent their entire life waiting to do for one of the best companies to do it for yeah i think we're complaining yeah. on their behalf more than they complain i think right. they're probably no, all very okay with it right I'm guessing yeah. more work i'm guessing many work more than that purely out of passion like they want it to be you know the right product they want their art to be you know received well and last but certainly least night demon says psa you can now also complete the previous iron banner quest from the last season if you still have it in your inventory and it will still give you all the rewards, all the pinnacles. So there you go. Bam. Because of course he does. Because of course he does. All right. I think that's it. Double check it, making sure there's nothing else hidden. We got oh, we got oh, resource, resource. We got lore stuff. We got podcast chat. Anything in there? Nope. We, we have everything feedback. in Here we go. We got questions and feedback. All right. Here we go. Uh, Grim Zeal. Hey, Guardians. Grim Zeal here. This comment is directed at Reese. Oh, shit. <laughs> is he Billy Mays? I'm confused. Oh, who cares? It's directed at Respawn, <laughs> who may recognize me from chatting with him during his Pokemon. And I was like, oh, Grimzeal! Okay, yeah, I know the name now. Oh, uh, during, during his Pokemon Nuzlocke? I'm, yeah, I'm, I need I, context. I was bored and there was nothing to do in Destiny, so I tried a Pokemon Nuzlocke. And it went pretty well. And like, like the second thing uh, I came across... I'm going to need context on what a Pokemon oh, Nuzlocke oh, so parody. Is. So have you played Diablo? Yes. Are you familiar with hardcore characters? Yes. It's that, but Pokemon. Okay, okay, okay. I, the I, game can't force you to do it, but die. it's like if a Pokemon dies, they're dead. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So it's oh, so it's a challenge. Okay, I got you now. Yeah, and there's like other rules. Like you can only catch one in a new area, and it has to be the first one you come across. Otherwise, uh, okay. you're boned. Yeah, gotcha. that's a whole bunch it's... of rules. Okay, okay. Yeah. At least, at least there's context where I can understand what we're talking about. Very good. Gotcha. Carry on. But all are welcome to enjoy this information. I just listened to the most recent episode, and I'm here to sway Respawn's opinion on the new Iron Banner helmet for Hunters. Have you ever heard of Jing, Jiangxi? Uh, yes, I have, actually. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I know what you're talking about, the, the Chinese ghost masked priests or whatever, or ghost zombies or something. But yeah, it's, it's, it's rooted in there somewhere. It's a Chinese hopping uh, vampire. It's a Chinese hopping vampire. Okay, well, there you go. Play. It's a type of reanimated corpse in Chinese legends and folklore. Yeah, I've had to kill them a lot in, like, Final Fantasy games and stuff, so I'm familiar with them. Uh, they are commonly depicted wearing talismans over their face, but not just them. Other mythological sorry, beings, such as zombies, onis, demons, etc., have also been presented in the media with cloth masks, just like our new hunter. As an example, Master Kyonshi from Yu-Gi-Oh! are one of my favorite monsters. I hear you, right? But here's the thing. What you're telling me is not my hunter's a zombie? No, a vampire. A hopping vampire? Actually, if you think about it, a zombie uh, would be more fitting because we cannot die. <laughs> yeah, but but I've never seen movement like that from a zombie. Even if I've, never, zombie. I've never seen a guardian drinking blood. Hopping vampire is a way better, way better hunter description. Anyway. So um even though I get I get the uh I get the lore behind the mask, I visually speaking, 
lore aside, I think the lore is cool behind behind what they do, right? But visually speaking, I do still think it's ugly. So, just from that point of view, it's ugly. Oh, there's more. Uh, it's my love for urban myths and legends that makes me love this new hunter as well as the mask of the quiet one. That's the Titan one, right? The chain yep. one with the, okay. Yeah, the chain uh, one. I hope you found this interesting, and perhaps listeners will too. My apologies for the long feedback. I wish you all a wonderful day slash evening. P.S. The horns on the new Titan Iron Banner helmet are glorious. No, they're not. They're not even the same size. Uh, and then somebody replied, thank you for our new segment. Respawn reacts. There we go. Grim Zeal, again, that would be a good YouTube series to take going forward. Just recordings of Respawn reacting to twabs every week. I just um, got this message in our clan chat from him. Oh, from me. Okay, so rare moment incoming. I just read the twab. <laughs> Another rare moment after seeing the Vex buffs. I need to get it. So anyone want to help me run the raid tonight on my Warlock and Titan? The timing is impeccable. <laughs> that never right. happened, by the way. Nobody volunteered. That also, I, I would like to volunteer that we have done, what, 137 or 8 episodes of Respawn blindly reacting to the TWAP, so it's not on YouTube, but it's here for your audio listening pleasure. Right. Uh, actually, it is on YouTube. Between you and him, y'all have put most of them on YouTube. This is true. Just finished your last episode. Who is this from? I don't see a name. There is no name. Uh, yeah. Sorry, dude, there's no name. He didn't give me your name. Just finished your last episode. Glad not Arf set you guys straight on the final shape. Conversation. Lol. Looks like, looks like Grimzeal still. It's the same icon as above, so I'm Is guessing it's Grimzeal again. Okay, might be him again. We'll give him um, credit. Yeah, and thank you for once again getting stop killing the blight stuck in my head. So you're welcome. You're very welcome to that. <laughs> but at the same time, it's 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 a passion of mine that if you're new to Destiny, and even worse, if you're not new to Destiny, you know how to make it a heroic event. And the fact that you're not just means you're an right? That's all it is. You know how to do it. It's easy to do. Hell, I can one man do it. It's not a difficult thing. And the fact that you are purposely deciding not to do it is what's so infuriating about it. Just stop shooting the damn blight. Shoot the thing in the air when you have the buff that's it. It's not that hard, guys. Ugh. Anyways. Shush, it's not that hard. Yeah, so no, yeah, Grimzeal, thank you for the feedback. And, you know, we, we are happy to receive long feedback. Send us a novella, send us an email, send us, you know, this looks like he just came in through Instagram, maybe. So, yeah, mm. however you listen, however you want to reach out, go for it. Night Demon monitors all the things. He's waiting, he's watching, he's listening. So the last couple things we'll go through quickly, because I did watch these, but not enough in depth to give you all the information. But mm. Ascendant Nomad has the, if you're bad at Crucible, watch this. And he talks to sort of a play style that he just he he, call, he calls a passive aggressive play style. Basically, essentially, it's hang back and team shoot. Like you know, find a pulse rifle or a scout something. Hang back. He sort of finds a buddy in the crucible. He's like, I'm going to follow this guy. This guy's being aggressive. I'm going to follow him and just sort of hang back and engage the same people he's engaging and sort of be his backup. And then just sort of go from like zone to zone. He was playing Iron Banner in this example. He's like, I sort of go from zone to zone where, where my team is engaging. I'm going to sit back and take pot shots and help clear zones, and then I'll move on to the next one. So while I don't give him credit for capturing a single zone, because you should capture the zones, he was <laughs> at least helping other people on his team clear the way so that they could capture the zones. So, yeah. So, if yeah, it's just, it just a nice way to think about things if you're not an aggressive player. Sit back, shoot from afar, stay safe, and don't die. Yeah. Uh, Fallout Plays has a... 
if you want a masterclass on Destiny, this is one I did not watch for a reason I'll get to here in a moment. If you'd like every weapon perk explained and oh, rated, oh god, that was a long PvE video. EM PvP Fallout wow. Plays has a three-hour and thirty-four-minute presentation for you, feature presentation that is split up into chapters. So if there's a person, you know, a per- particular perk or whatever you're looking for, he has a split up so you can find the part you're looking for and don't have to sit through three hours and thirty-four minutes of it. But he has all the perks for all the things rated and explained to you. Yeah. So I, I actually recommend people watching mm-hmm. it in, in, in its entirety, right? Because there were some things that caught me off guard. Like the ones that you think work a certain way, don't. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So just watch the whole thing. If you get the time, break it up into parts if you can. But I recommend it because, I mean, I, I, I can pretty much promise you there's at least one on this list. That does not work the way you think it does. So check it out. Quick question for you: Do is it one you need to watch, or is it one you can listen to? And still get what you he's saying. Absolutely, listen to it. Yeah. Okay. No, you can okay. listen to it. Okay, the only thing to watch because you're just looking at him sitting in his chair, and he'll bring up an icon every now and again, or maybe some text that describes it. But there's okay, nothing okay. to watch. You can absolutely okay, cool. listen to it. Yeah, but I wasn't sure if it was one of those like I'm going to explain it and then I'm going to show you, or if it's just I'm going to walk you through this because. That's three three hours and thirty four minutes is less worth than ex, than showing examples of every one of these, which are all out there somewhere. Um, yeah, no, I, follow I, follow take his informational videos to the next level in this one. Yeah. So after he put out that one, fall, Fallout's disappointment is also immeasurable. He he has a review of the nothing manacle. Well, nothing is really I think his his take on them. The nothing manacles not exciting. Sorry, warlocks. Uh, if you've been playing Iron Banner. Your peace bond is now the king of all sidearms, says True Vanguard. He's a video about how good the peace bond is and what you want to look for. So, if you hear is that the role with headstone, is um, that one? I don't remember honestly because I only watched half of it because it's a sidearm and I, I don't care about sidearms. I'm sorry, you can't make me. You say that, but it was tearing people up no, in the Iron Banner, dude. No, it's, it's still mm, still not going to happen. Uh, Esoteric has a couple of videos. The first one is all 16 Tingle Shore Ascendant Anchor locations and patrol locations guides. So if you're looking for any of those, he'll show you where all those are. And the three enigmatic mysteries and the nine trivial mysteries, he has locations guide and where to find all of those as well. Uh, one for Respawn just to get his get his hunter love up and, uh, you know, make him hate Titans just a little bit more. Destiny Fun Please has the no backup plans versus the one-eyed mask. Which one is better? Okay. Which Respawn says, neither of them, they both suck. Titans are the worst. Agreed. Astacross has a video about particle deconstruction, the corrected final damage rankings for the PvE meta, where he and his team went into the Templar and did, and they used Templar instead of Shirochi. I guess the Templar has a more consistent. Uh, yeah, because I, I guess Shirochi, like it's yeah, Shirochi's got a double crit spot instead of a one point five, so they had to do a bunch of finagling with math. And things that don't crit, like the Thousand Voices, was getting skewed. So yeah, it was all. Yeah. Bunch of, who who did that video? I'm uh, uh, yeah, Astrocross went and did that one. He, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So they went and did that one in um, in Vault of Glass using the Templar for it, and basically said, "Hey, here's here's our recommendations. Here's the numbers." And they talked about some pairings on you know what you can run with what to get really really good numbers on things for damage. Um, cool guy has a couple of videos. If the Forge ple- Forge's pledge feels bad to you. There is a huge reason where he goes into an explanation because I was sort of having this problem with the Forge's Pledge 2, the, the new uh, Pulse Rifle from Iron Banner. 
keto is basically like when you're moving around with the weapon, you know, you'll have the reticle and then you'll have, you can see, I, I'm assuming he did this on PC. There's sort of like a green outline of the reticle that sort of moves around. Like as you're moving, it sort of, you know, there's a little bit of lag, like it catches up to you on most weapons. Oh. It, on most weapons, it's pretty tight. Like it's pretty, you know, you move a little bit and your, your bullets are going to go where they go uh... on this weapon. There's like a big delay for lack of a better word. I where know. like you'll move around and like it's almost like the bullets are uh, I, I don't know he watch a cool guy video he does a better job it's basically the problem it, that, i have that's why i didn't that's why i didn't feel that issue because when i'm at home on my on my on my desktop my monitors both of them are gaming monitors and i have an option to put a dot that's always there in the middle of my screen so oh, i focus oh, on the right. dot so that's I why also i also stopped core sheet I do the same thing. I do view it as cheating, but it's kind of like moral cheating. Cause like I, back in the day, you could just take like a marker or a piece of tape or something and do the same exact thing. And it's yeah. not a translucent dot. It is, it takes up pixels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think it like, like it's not the vertical. It's like the, uh, I can, I wish you could find the word for what I'm trying to say. I put the link in the show. No, so it functions a bit like a, a holographic site does where there's this yeah. outer halo on the reticle that when your POV is moving, doesn't quite align with what your actual like muzzle would be. Um, yeah. So if you've ever used like a holographic site, be it on an actual firearm or playing airsoft or whatever it might be, if your eye well, like if your cheek weld and your eye placement isn't where it should be, that reticle can be off or feel like it's floaty. And I think that's what they're trying to emulate with it. I think it's deliberate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's definitely it's a bug. Might just be how this gun functions. But if you're sort of, you know, if you don't feel like your shots are going where you want them to go, that could be why. There's just more movement on this gun yeah. than other pulses and other things. And he shows you a messenger and a bunch of other pulses to sort of see how they look. And go play yeah, a bunch so. of Battlefield and then come back to it. It'll yeah. feel good. I mean, yeah. I understand there what you're go. saying about it being like softcore cheating. I totally get that. But for me, it's oh, more I of do a it too. thing. But for me, it's more of a colorblind thing because I've tried the bright pink reticule. I've tried the lime green reticule. Yeah, and it's always no... disappearing somewhere in the background. You know. Yeah, there's so there's, there's, there's that no I have... color that's that's going to work in every map. Yeah. So I the, use lime green. My... I use the green dot and the green reticle. Um, but I yeah. also use colorblind mode, which helps with a lot of things, including gives too, you the yellow it just, pings. It doesn't work, man. Like it just. Well, I'm not actually colorblind. Oh, okay. I use it for the yellow radar because it's a lot more noticeable out of the corner of your eye than the red. Gotcha. I'm that level of colorblind appropriation. I'll own it. <laughs> I mean, it works, dude. It works, whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's just a better color palette for it, except for the brown for, for uh I'm, I'm still mad that they <laughs> use yellow health bars. When I turn on yellow-green colorblind, my health bars are still yellow! Yeah, Why what, is that? Have you tried turning it off and back on again? Multiple times over. <laughs> ever since they did an update, freaking two DLCs ago, my my health bars used to be pink. My 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 bosses and my FN champion, not champions, they didn't have them back then. And my FN yellow bars used to be pink, and it stuck out. You could not mistake it for anything else aside from a big bad bossy, right? But ever since they came up with some kind of color change update. Freaking three DLCs ago, now instead of it being pink like it should have been this whole time, it's now yellow. So yellow green colorblind has yellow health bars, and I can't understand why. Because colorblindness is hard, and you shouldn't be colorblind. That's just the answer. No, I, I mean a bunch of colorblind settings. I feel like have been broken in Destiny since the beginning, in one way or another. 
But moving on. Oh, of course. Uh, have you tried turning your eyes off and turning them back on again? Multiple times. Oh, uh, yeah. Not Ice Man. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> eyes bugged. Please buff. Right. The cool guy also has a video. Uh, is the stag S tier now? It makes you a tank. So the stag helmet, you may think, well, isn't that thing that just gives you a rift when you die? Well, mm. yeah. But your rift also provides damage reduction to allied guardians while you're standing in it. Your your it grants rift energy when you're critically wounded, and on your death, it creates your healing rift. So he basically has some gameplay where he's like, I just hang out in the rift. I take damage in the rift. I have another rift. And I can just stand there and be a tank and uh, hang out with my friends. And if you match that up with uh, Ascendant Nomads, hey, hang back and shoot people from afar video, you, you could have very bad things happen to you because Warlocks don't need to be more powerful. But if you're <laughs> like, you know what? What if my Warlock could be even more powerful? Apathetic has a video called The Stormcaller Build, or uh, This Stormcaller Build in PvP is insane. He has Arc Buddies. He has all yeah. the arc buddies. He has an Aeon soul. I can't remember the last time I saw an Aeon anything in a build, but he uses the Aeon soul, which is, or actually, no, yeah, it was, sorry, it was not the site, it was the Aeon soul, where when you take damage, it gives you more energy back for your rift. So he just stands in a rift with the arc soul, with the Aeon soul, exotic on. Wow. And it's just like, I can stand here, give all my friends arc buddies, and by the time, you know, before my, my first rift even runs out, I have another rift. And because they buffed the uh, landfall, where instead of shooting straight down with the lightning, it gives you like five bolts of lightning. It's just way more useful to use. He even shows like a Titan of five resilience or less. You can kill in his bubble when you pop that. It's a little bit better now. So Arc Buddies... Oh, wait, hold on, back up. Pop, pop, kill a Titan in his bubble. How? Uh, with, with, with the new reworked landfall. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, okay. With the tracking things, yeah. He's like, you can kill a Titan standing in his bubble if he's like five resilience or less. Yeah. So again, not a covered Titan, but it'll make bad things happen. And then finally, was... Cakes Gaming has a, a Fractithist versus Reese Walker, which shotgun is better, where he talks about the shotguns, which one you should use, and why. And then one final piece of late-breaking PSA news from Demon. He says, so I have a okay. PSA regarding Valor Streaks. You can literally finish on a five-streak bonus, turn off your console, be away for hours, come back, still be on that bonus, as long as you go straight back into playing the activity you had it in, Plus, you could just stand in the tower for ages. Oh, so, they removed the debuff, or they removed the... Okay, cool. Yeah, so it looks like, yeah, there is no timeout. As long as you go right back to the thing you were doing, you know, to or from the tower or whatever, it'll still give you that buff. So, yeah, you can you can do that. Set your controller down, go get lunch, come back to the activity, and still enjoy your streak. So, you know, he says Valor Streak, so I'm assuming it works with all the, you know, Valor Streaks, Gambit Streaks... Uh, Vanguard streaks. I assume it works with all three, but at least he at least tested with the Valor streaks and they work there. I see what you're talking about now, Parody. The the little red dot in the middle is independent from the reticule. Yeah, yeah. I was I watched these all this morning and should have taken better notes. It's like yeah, it feels wiggly and waggly, and I was like, that's probably why that and I have a rule that's just garbage on it. But yeah, so I think I think that's it. So thank you for joining us. Your hunters are no one response in real life and Nelsey no. and not off. We've got a whole bundle of hunters this week. Your Titans parody. You can email the show, and please do, at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. You can find the show on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube at, you guessed it, two titans and a hunter. Don't be confused by the three hunters. They just overtook us this week and powered us, powered us out because they are hunters and they are mighty. You can find all your favorite guardians uh, on Destiny because it doesn't matter. Just find us on Destiny. That's where we are. You can watch the show on YouTube, listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, and everywhere you can find a podcast. We're there, watching, waiting, 
sitting in the Iron Listen. Banner, not capturing zones, murder you in the face. And Null didn't respawn. Tell the good people goodbye. Until next week. Deuces! Bye! Just in the three hours, we did it. Yeah. Hey. Wow, yeah. three hours for a twab that had nothing in it. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That's we, can tr- hey. we, we can. If you ever need someone anything. who loves the sound of their own voice, I will keep a conversation going forever. Uh, no, uh, and uh, I, I admit you were a good guest with really good feedback, dude. I was just gonna say, Respawn may have made a mistake. He may have found someone who likes to talk more than he does. That's not possible. But you still <laughs> added a great deal to the conversation. No, no, no. no. What the difference is, people yeah, want to listen to what I have. Anyways, um. <laughs>